If they do, I will tell you, if they do do... Uh, do you do? <laughs> <laughs> Next year, um, uh, we're going to get a beat. everyone it's that time it's the game source fall preview for 2012 yes all right we're actually doing it live we want to first thank uh, our friends here at we play games um, if you're in the las vegas area they're a great place to go for all your video game needs uh, they're at 3310 south nellis boulevard suite 10 las vegas 89122 uh, we're actually going to have their phone number listed up on the screen as I'm talking about this. Uh, right we're really yes, right there. Yes, yes. We truly appreciate allowing us to come here, um, and also we're going to be doing special live podcast tapings uh, at future locations each and every month till the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's me, Yes Silva Slivs, Gerald here, uh, hosting the podcast this week. Uh, I've got Jamie here. How's say, it going, everybody? Say hi to the camera. Oh, hi, camera. <laughs> uh, we've got Patty here in the house. Last but not least, coming up, we've got Mr. Corey, the man, the myth, the legend, and we've got our Pokemon greatest fan here, Sam, Seventh Valkyrie from the Command Center. And last but not least, but uh, our latest columnist to join us here on the staff, Alex. Hello. Do you have a call sign, Alex? Uh, Harley Fox. There Harley you go, Fox. Harley Fox. F-A-W-K-E-S, like Guy Fox. Like Guy Fox. Okay. There you go. <laughs> well, no, because that's, you know, everybody's going to be looking as far as where on the site for your page, so that's what... Uh, yeah, you better be looking. Harley Fox with F-O-X. Oh, right, of course. Right. Yeah, no no So <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself as far as uh, what kind of gamer. Um, I really like games in general. Uh, my Actually, Sam was the one who like, really got me into it. Our first sleepover, we played N64 all night. So we nice. did some Mario Party, but uh, Kingdom Hearts is like, what really got me. So I love RPGs, um, but I also like shooters. So I mean, like I really just, I see a good game and I play it. So it's, uh, it's definitely a lot of fun, a lot of good ways to kill time. <laughs> well, that's great. And uh, like I said, we're here for a fall preview. Um, we're not going to touch on any... Uh, news or items or things of that nature we're just going to touch on the games that you want to talk about that are going to be the big stories heading into the rest of the year um, I think first off we're going to talk about everything that's going on here in the month of August as we're recording this podcast and when you're talking about August every time this time of year it happens it's Madden time um, so my first question to everybody here is uh, do you think Madden 
will ever be as relevant as you know FIFA is now. Because you got to remember, at one time they were the king of the hill, they were the big man on campus. But unfortunately, you know FIFA has now doubled their sales. Um, who'd like to start first? I'll start. There you go. Um, I think. I think with Madden, one of the big things is um, uh, football is really, really popular in America. Like football, F-O-O-T-B-A-L-L. It's really <laughs> popular in America and not so much in other countries. But with FIFA, soccer, or actually football, is more popular on a global scale. So I think when Madden tries to compare with FIFA, it's, you know, the United States versus the rest of the world. And I think that also a lot of people now in America are like, kind of reach out like oh soccer like I never really cared about this before but I feel like for some reason it's gotten a lot more popular just because people are like actually expanding their horizons a little bit but I don't think Madden can ever really top FIFA just because you know that global scale okay Jamie what are your thoughts yeah I have to agree with Sam on that one because you know you had this international thing just sneak in like you said Madden had all the thunder you know it went from scoring touchdowns to now you're hearing people go goal goal so, it's it's two different sides of a coin, though. You've got football, you've got soccer, you've got people that love football, you've got people that love soccer, you've got people that love both. So, you've got people that are going to go, oh, i got to reserve man, oh, i got to get FIFA, too. Or there's the people, because I know from experience, that it's FIFA, FIFA, FIFA. They're, they're there months in advance reserving it and paying it off, so... Because they, they come, out, they come the out literally, they come out literally back-to-back. Back-to-back, back to back, exactly. Yeah. And I so. think it stole a lot of the thunder, but... Madden's not going to die. Madden will never take that little dirt nap that it's always going to be there. There's always going to be those people that are diehard Madden fans. Patty? I agree. There's always going to be diehard Madden fans. I mean, it's an American sport. But do you think it's... Do you think it's actually going to go to the point, get back up to the point where it was previously because it was the king of the sports games at one time? No, definitely not. Like, um, these two said... If you look at it as a, on a global scale. Do people play football in other countries? They do in uh, Canada. Okay. And they do in um, London. Yeah, we have a game every year. NFL has a game every year in, in London. Uh, that's right. about it, though. Yeah. But everybody plays but football. But world <laughs> And they've tried to actually exhibition games in Tokyo as well. Yeah. So. yeah, but when you compare it to how many countries play soccer, it's just you yeah. can't compare those numbers. Definitely. Yeah. And especially seeing the ratings, you know, during the recent Olympics and whatnot, as far oh, as how huge soccer, yeah. And then, you know, professionally wise, we have male and female soccer players, so that's true too. That's Absolutely true. correct. Sad thing is, too, being here in Vegas, it looks like we're going to get a professional soccer team before we get any other sports team. <laughs> At least we have a sports team. Right? <laughs> I just feel like soccer kind of came out of nowhere. Like yeah. I don't remember I being it was, it was a women's I, soccer team. I think yeah. it was from just like everybody. I think it was from the when the FIFA World Cup. Happened back in 2010, like it was. That's when everything picked yeah, up. Right. That's actually that's every four. That's every four years, I do believe. Like, like when I the first soccer game that I actually watched. Technically, it's the only soccer game I've ever watched. <laughs> but the but I watched the Mexico and Brazil game during the FIFA World Cup, and it was like I was in a in a pub on Tropicana, which was amazing. But it was completely like filled with people. Just like watching the game, and it was great. Like I've I've seen that with like football games. I've seen that with like basketball games, hockey games. But like the amount of love that was going on in that room, or I should say hatred, because Brazil <laughs> ended up being Mexico. Like the amount of hatred that was in that room, like it was it was hilarious. But it's a like totally it was great. Vibe, it is. It's like a totally different vibe. But like, and as everyone is saying, like we we're looking at a sport that's going across many many uh, countries. 
as well as the game consoles are selling over many, many more countries every year. So that in itself, with the soccer being everywhere, it's going to end up driving more sales for a soccer game rather than an American sport that's... I personally, I'm from the South. Like, I, I lived and breathed football for like my entire life until I moved here so like it's, it's you're even joining us on the uh, fantasy football league I did well. I did just join the fantasy football league but like uh, like we lived and breathed football and is and it's kind of weird to see soccer coming in and like being really dominant over right. most other sports well this is one of something I wanted to ask Alex touching on that do you think that that also coincides with a large group uh, a much larger group of European uh, gamers coming to life, and also the rise of also Hispanic gaming as well. Do you think that might? Uh, I think definitely. I mean, like it's just like they said, like you know, it's a global thing that's happening. The expansion is happening globally. I mean, obviously, United States has already reached a very high level of gamers just in general. But I mean, you're getting more and more people in Europe, and like you said, in like Hispanic. I mean, just it's it's the FIFA thing is just so huge. And I mean, it's just like he said, like I grew up in Texas. I mean, like football was everything. Oh, awesome. Um, but, I mean, and so, you know, I grew up playing Madden, and it's still... Look them horns, baby! <laughs> and, I mean, it was... I, mean, I still remember playing it on, like, Super Nintendo. I mean, it was just something that you did, and then, just like I said, like, soccer came out of nowhere, but the gameplay in it is incredible. I mean, it really is a lot of fun, but Madden's also kind of stepped up with their graphics and stuff like that as well. But, I mean, I really think that soccer... I mean, I really don't think Madden's ever going to get to where FIFA is right now. Now, do you think, because a lot of people groan at Madden as far as the yearly installments and the yearly updates, it's like they're very... Sometimes people say that they're kind of nominal at best. Uh, do you think it's something that maybe should be just a roster update and maybe go on a bi-annual basis? I would yeah. say with, the, with what they're doing with 13, with the... they completely built a brand new physics engine for it like from what I've seen I actually played the demo when it came out on the 14th like it's it's a very fluid game in comparison to 12 and 11 like it's, it's very very more realistic I would say but can a software update do that or do, do they need no, to re-release a new game that's, that's, that's completely in the program but how, how many times can you reinvent the wheel before you realize you have just a wheel that's true that's true, that's true. But I mean you also have to look at just the pure games of football and soccer like football you make a play you carry it out and then you stop like soccer is just it's continuous play till someone scores or it goes out so I mean it's just that in general kind of makes soccer a little more interesting in just the gaming view of it just because you're constantly playing there's no like oh well this guy stubbed his toe we should stop whereas football kind of does that now yeah <laughs> this is true Jamie so, Jamie uh, <laughs> there was somebody sneaking around the store, and we yeah. caught them. Caught him. Caught you guys. And now he's back hiding until we forget about him, and then right. keep our patrol going. Well, our caution uh, right now. <laughs> Another major release that's scheduled for this month, uh, Guild Wars 2. Uh, and I know there's been a lot of hype with Guild Wars 2. I see actually a lot of smiles going on over here. Um, I guess what I want to say is, do you think Guild Wars 2 will be as big as Diablo 3 was earlier this year? I don't think anything could be as big as Diablo 3 was this year. Yeah, I'm going to agree way. with that. I mean, yeah. everybody looks... Diablo. I think almost just in a, in almost like the household name thing, where it's like Guild Wars, it's like, I don't really know 
know what well, it's like some people are like oh I don't really know what that is but Diablo it's like either if you're not playing Diablo if there's somebody not in your direct family playing Diablo there's not somebody in your close circle of friends playing Diablo or you're not mad at somebody you playing pro- Diablo that's not talking to you then you're probably in a cave somewhere or during yes. our podcast when you can hear two or two or three individuals click 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 so I think everybody if they haven't played it they know somebody who has and it's just like it's just one of those like oh Diablo you get it we'll play with us oh okay yeah we'll all play and but I don't think Guild Wars is going to have that pull with it. And I have to consider, too, the amount of time between Diablo 2 to Diablo 3. Exactly. Being a 12-year wait for about, with Guild Wars, it's only, it's only been At least a few you can years. pull a Duke Nukem now, you know, that was Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I came out eventually. Yeah. Patty, any thoughts on Guild Wars 2, or? No, I mean, I, I agree, it's not going to be as big. Um, I'm not a PC gamer. I wish I were, though. <laughs> I just can't afford a PC. What about uh, a Dota 2? Does anybody thought, do you think that? I've seen some footage lately come well, on. Well, doesn't League of Legends come off of Dota? And that's huge. I, I just started playing League, so I'm still working on that. That comes from that realm, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, if League of Legends is that big, like, I think if Dota 2, like... With the support of that has the support of Valve, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'll definitely pick that up. Which it looks like there's something similar to League of Legends coming to iOS as yes. well. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Oh, everybody's checking their uh, I know, wait, account I'm right now. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Yes. iTunes Store. Um, I just wanted to touch lastly, as far as the month of August, uh, there's just been some finally. Finally, after what I've said numerous times is the worst month in gaming history was last month. We're finally starting to get some good games out. Persona came out earlier this more uh, earlier this month. Persona 4 Arena, and then recently we just had um, Sleeping Dogs. We just had Dark Siders 2, and New Super Mario Brothers 2 that just came out. Um, my question, to you guys, is: Do you think that Sleeping Dogs and Dark Siders 2, which could be some sleeper hits, how do you think they'll do well? Uh, well, they'll do not this week, mind you, but down the road because these are titles that are coming out a little early for the holiday season. Do you think either of those two titles, Dark Siders Two or Sleeping Dogs, will have you know some legs towards the holiday season? I think it's going to be tricky because they're not in the summer drought, but they're not in like the fall boom. So I think it's a really awkward place to be because, like, people are starting school up again. People are, like, coming back from vacation and everything. But I will tell you, remember this time last year, Deus Ex came out. Okay, so was that around the same time? Yes. And that- I just think it's a really awkward... I mean, I think it's it's good. Like, like for like I feel like Darksiders and stuff, like... What are you looking at? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, I want to see. <laughs> um, like, they're not huge AAA titles. Like, maybe Darksiders, you might argue that, but... Like I think they're they're not big enough to survive the fall boom. I don't think, but I think they would have done them a little better if they did it a little earlier. But I think that they would do a lot better now than they would. Because both both games have their issues. Like for instance, Darksiders Two is with THQ, which is undergoing some serious financial issues, and they're just like treading water as we speak. They need this to be big. Uh, and Sleeping Dogs was a cancelled game by Activision before Square Enix picked it up. Um, so they both have their their issues, but as Jamie and I played it, um, both games, they're both outstanding games. I think people should uh, take a, not take the opportunity to go see those, uh, try those games. And I think it's good to get a head start on the, in the fall when everything's coming out yeah. and they're just going to get washed away by all these other huge titles. I think Sleeping Dogs might hold on only because of the simple fact that they did say that there was going to be at least six months of DLC coming out starting from launch so 
it and may it, hold its own. And but it's the only it's real sandbox inside. game to come out this, at, for this holiday season. Right now, yes. Yeah, there's nothing that we know of. Yeah, Rockstar, G- <laughs> GTA Five, or Red Dead Redemption Two. But uh, Patty, any thoughts before we head to a quick break? Or I would, would like to say though, like I think that they're in the perfect position to to pretty much. I'm glad everybody listening to the audio can see your hand gestures. I know, I talk with, you should see me on my computer whenever we do the podcast, because I always talk like this around my microphone, so, but, around my microphone, I'll just be like doing this the entire time, but, um, like, with, with their, their dates that they come out, like, basically I say it's, it's perfect timing to get ready for, like, really good sales for the holiday, and really good sales for, for, like, Black Friday because not only did we have this big release where, like, I know my store ran out of Sleeping Dogs completely, like, first day. Ridiculous. But, like, with how good sales they're having right now, and then, like, later on coming into when, they, when they're actually going to be the, on sale. Because those, those uh, the August, September, and October titles most likely be the ones that you guys target in your uh, Black Friday ads, right. if I'm not mistaken. Right. Almost, almost everybody. Yeah. So, that, no, that's good. That's good. So... Um, We're going to cover September right after a quick break, and we'll be back. Yeah. (laughs) You're listening to the Game Source Podcast. Yay! Great job, girls. All right, we're back here, and we're going to touch on September's games right here at the Game Source Fall Preview 2012. 20,000. 20,000. 20,000 games under the sea. 2012. Uh, September. And really, when it comes down to it, there's really only two games I want to talk about. Um, Borderlands 2. That's got to be the one you really want to talk about because this game could really be a big hit. Because the first one was such a surprise hit. Do you guys think that Borderlands 2 will build upon that and make itself into the triple A echelon. Because it's right there on the fringe. <laughs> I mean, the, the first game sold about 4 million copies, 5 million copies. Can it get that little bump up into that Assassin's Creed, Call of Duty, Halo territory? Absolutely. 100% yes. Why? Um, I, well, first, like, a lot of people, when the first one came out, they're kind of like, oh, what is this? I don't really know. And then, like you said, such a surprise hit came out of nowhere. I think that the hype it got... And surprise hype it got then. People were like, oh, Borderlands 2. I remember that first game. It's actually really cool. So I think that's it's definitely going to use the first one as a springboard because everybody loved it so much. Because, so. I mean, I'll relate it to Dead Island because Dead Island um, has always said that it didn't get... It got its its basis from the word of mouth, mm-hmm. but when in reality it got its basis from a great marketing campaign, including mm-hmm. that awesome trailer. Oh, that was the best trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah. and they, they don't want to admit that, but that's mm-hmm. fine. I'll let them. That's it. Borderlands is different. Mm-hmm. I think it didn't have the greatest marketing campaign, but exactly. the word of mouth on it was just so tremendous that right. every, it had to be the have game of the year at that point in time. So I remember whoever told me about it. It was just like, oh, have you heard of Borderlands? I'm like, no. He's like, oh no, it's really good. Just check it out. So I'm like, okay. Like I don't remember ever seeing anything, but I think for Borderlands too they did a lot more marketing for it oh yeah a yeah lot more in depth of, like i went on youtube and it was just like a million different things well, it's already heavily pre-ordered just with the mm-hmm. release of the loot chest and everything else oh, that yeah, they yeah. but i also think it's the expectations when you put a lot of money into it now like they are there's a lot of expectations now as far as it, I mean, 2k is really banking on this to be a very big hit whereas mm-hmm. they weren't expecting that with the first borderlands and there were a lot of little things that people didn't i mean every time a game comes up there's going to be things people don't like about it but I think what's good about Borderlands 2 is they made some changes. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, Patty, did you want to... Okay. I... I just have like a, a side note. I don't know if you guys um, heard about it, but he there was the lead designer John Hemingway who did an interview, and there's basically there's this skill set that you can do that's really 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 easy, and you can go through the game really quickly. And he referred to it as girlfriend mode. <laughs> it made a lot of women very mad. I mean, I, I mean, I really like Borderlands, but I mean, and I heard that I was like seriously, and I know that there's there's actually a lot of articles online now referring to that comment and I was just kind of seeing how you guys I've, felt about I've it. I've seen that and, and it's, it, it's derogatory and I don't think it's it, it has a place in gaming. And Pull the um, Nike. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well when you hear the comments across the internet that, that from people that are not into games that, that gaming are suddenly racist, sexist and things of that nature, um, things like that, like you're saying, help bring those situations to, to life and give people ammunition to say those kind of things mm-hmm. about, about video gamers as a whole. So, Personally, the, the way that I would see that is me, I work with video games a lot, and I have a lot of girlfriends buying stuff for their boyfriends, mm-hmm. and a lot of girlfriends are like, I have no idea about this. And so <laughs> I would, like that, like him calling it the girlfriend mode, I would refer that to those types of girlfriends. And like, there's, in all honesty, like a lot of the guys that bring in their girlfriends, they. But statistics show now, forty-seven percent of gamers out there are female. No, I understand. Yes, they are. I'm, I'm not. I'm not knocking that <laughs> at all. Add on to that. I'm not knocking that <laughs> at average all. Average gamers now, thirty-eight, <laughs> which is closer to my age than your age. I'm not knocking that at all. But like, but like, basically, like, like, like I say, from my experience and from a lot of people that I've seen that I've talked to and everything like that, like I do get the occasional girl that knows all about games, and we have an hour-long conversation because games are, you know, awesome. But like when when a a boy comes or a guy comes in with their girlfriend, and their girlfriend's like, "Oh, he's just going to be picking a game. I don't ever play games, but I try to play with them every now and then." But he gets mad at me because I suck at him. <laughs> like there's a lot of those. I get those a lot more than I get the girls that come in that know what they're talking about. And like I understand where that comment is coming from because I can relate it to certain girlfriends. They're making it easier for them to be able to play it with them as opposed exactly. to having them sit there and go, "I don't know what I'm doing." Exactly. Well, getting back to Borderlands Two, do you? <laughs> You guys, you already said the pre-orders are really high for this Pre-orders, game. she said it, but I will agree with that. Pre-orders are amazing, but basically, like, I know when the Ultimate Luchos... Oh, she said it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said it besides me. But no, basically, like, like I know the Ultimate Luchos, the one that's for $150, like, when it was announced... Before the week was over, they were all out of pre-orders yeah, for it. It's ridiculous, wow. you know, and I know, like, we're not selling pre-orders for it anymore. We barely have any more of the limiteds, so. Do you think but, it's, it's going to, that by the end of the year, we're going to be calling it, like, for instance, Skyrim, um, Elder Scrolls, Oblivion, sold, it was, had a lot of legs, sold four or five million copies during its lifespan. Sky, you know, it's similar to Borderlands, but guess Skyrim comes out? Double that, and it's now considered the top notch because it sold over 10 million copies. It's now in the, that echelon of, of the gaming echelon. Do you think? Do you see something happen like that for Borderlands 2? You, so you see 10 million. I think million, it definitely has a potential. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. going to take that next. Step. So you see a 10 million plus. Easily. Well, I think. I mean, it's just like what you were guys saying now, like that they didn't really do much with marketing for the last game. It really was just kind of word of mouth, and then now that they've seen how big it is and they're kind of adding to it they're working out the tweets and stuff like that just like 
I think that now that they know that the last game is so huge and they're going to have a following, following already to build on, that, I mean, it really is going to be a great game because they're just kind of building on what they already didn't really think was going to be this huge game. Okay. But then it was, so. Yeah, and they've got momentum. <clears throat> and I would also, like, take into consideration, too, like, if you want, or if you play the evolution of their DLC for the first one, on how much, like, it grew in, like, progression and as far as like the content and how amazing the content was as it grew as many more like the claptrap one uh, which was the last one if i'm not mistaken was amazing i loved it loved it loved it loved it and like just to see where the team has gone doing that bringing all that into borderlands 2 like in itself is just going to be a really really good game and it comes out september 13th if i'm not mistaken september not 13th uh the 20th I thought it was the fourth. The eleventh is is a is a Tuesday. Yeah, so I thought be, it was the fourth. I believe so. Okay. That sounds good. In September. September. <laughs> well, you know, there's some nominal games coming out in, in early September. We won't even talk about, um, you know, NHL 13. Uh, oh my no. Yeah, nobody really. We're not gonna talk about that at all. No. <laughs> I'm giving dirty looks to everybody. By the way. <laughs> oh, what, what do you mean? Let it be known. Well, what do you mean, Corey? Tell us. What, what are your thoughts on NHL 13? NHL 13 is going to be an amazing sports game. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Funny you should say that. To the max. Well, LA Kings. There you go. Yes. There you go. LA Kings. Not really. Anyways. Oh. So, <laughs> good job, LA Kings, for winning the Stanley Cup, by the way. They had to finally win one. They, they finally had to win Everybody gets one. one. <laughs> Everybody gets one. Buddy. What's your team? The, the Penguins. Go Pins. But Cowboys are in the football, not in hockey. I like. Oh. I, I, went, I went to Stars games when I was a kid. I, I did too. Yeah. But it's all about the Penguins. Anyways, Lemieux Chapu. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Anyway, another dirty look. Anyways, so NHL. So anyways, <laughs> NHL 13. You know how like Madden completely redid their physics engines for like how they like the interactions between characters and everything like that with NHL 13 they've actually completely redid their skating physics really it completely redid their skating physics and it's like completely changed to where like you can skate backwards with a puck now which I'm really excited about because I can That's actually awesome. yeah it's great because it helps out with uh, with juking people out and doing dekes and everything like that and like the whole goalie AI system is completely different now because they don't have set animations so That's basically good. if they like Oh, if I trick this goalie to do a diving animation, I can just stop and just score. Right. <laughs> what I want to ask you is, NHL 13 for years has been a critical darling. Always got great reviews. Mm-hmm. Always never been issued there. Mm-hmm. Um, what I want to ask is, do you think it'll actually be somewhat commercial where it gets to the point where people are thinking about it a lot more as a buy? Because hockey as a whole, it's number four here of the big four sports. Mm-hmm. And it's there's, there's a wide gap. So... That you don't have a very large base to go off of with hardcore hockey fans to buy it, well, so it has to build upon a different base in order for people to buy it. Well, I know, like, as far as like the hockey itself, like, as, as far as the NHL, it's been growing actually a lot in the U.S. in the past couple of years because of the fact that CBS has uh, the marketing, NBC has an arch- the marketing rights for them, so they're getting a lot more exposure across the U.S. in comparison to the past. Well, they need to be on ESPN full time, yes, they do. Instead of like stupid ESPN two yes. or NBC versus sports or whatever they would, they're right. smaller yeah. channels. Right. Yeah, but like, but like, like I said, it, it is growing nonetheless. Like it is growing as a sport, and I know like as far as the NHL games have been growing as well. Like they've had their little like down cells like in the past few years. But like 
with NHL 11 and NHL 12, it's been growing as well. So NHL 13, like I said, they've, they've completely redid a lot of the AI. They've done a lot of the, the skating physics is completely redid. And basically, everything is really polished, and I can't wait for the demo to come out. <laughs> Can't wait. So, all right. So there's there's another game that's coming out in September. Yes, that's going to be amazing. Um, and uh, last question I have for September: um, Does anyone really care about Dead or Alive Five anymore? No. Uh, because there's so many great fighting games out on the market. Persona Four Arena that just came out. Does anybody really care about Dead or Alive Five? No. People care more about NHL 13 than Dead. It's a slim margin. Because Dead or Alive has such history. I mean, yeah. going yeah. way back, it was just, you know, it was the, the springboard for a lot of other fighting games but to like come. like you said, how many times can you reinvent the wheel yeah. before you fight it? Yourself? I think that's just it. They have history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, fighting games, I don't I don't mean to be crude, but a fighting game, most of the time, is a fighting game is a fighting game. I mean, like, each game does have their own kind of way that they do it, but a lot of them, it's like you have to go up, B, A, X cartwheel something to get any kind of movement well, you know and it's like but the only thing I'll say because like, as I've said on our fighting uh, roundtable doom podcast uh, previously um, I, I enjoy fighting games I can't play fighting games very well but I enjoy watching <laughs> them. yeah watch the uh, video there are two games <laughs> when, I, when I went to Evo um, and you went to Evo as well we saw a lot of interest in upcoming fighting games and I guess you have to classify it as PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale mm-hmm. um I think the big one was Injustice. Injustice, Gods Among Us, uh, which is coming out next year. So, I mean, that's a, they're throwing a little bit different uh, thing onto it, a spin onto it. So I'm hoping, hopefully that will get the, the genre going. But I think you're right, Dead or Alive uh, at this time is... DOA, Dead on Arrival, not Dead or Alive this time. You talked so. about it being a niche market. Okay. Yeah. Look where it's stuck in between. You've got Street Fighter 25th anniversary coming out. Street Fighter Cross Tekken on the Vita. It's, well, it's Vita's buried become the under fighting stuff machine. that's right. so established Vita, that it's not going to matter. Vita's become the fighting console, the fighting machine, the fighting game console. Any good really solid game is, is going to come on Vita. Yes, uh, someone will talk about that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's Marvel's Capcom on the Vita was very good that as well. So. But we won't uh, digress uh, on the Vita. That's for a little bit later in our podcast. Uh, right after the break, we're going to hit to really get some good stuff going in because it's October coming up. I can't shake it! And we're back, everyone. October is time now for the uh, Game Source Podcast fall preview of 2012. I won't say 20,000. <laughs> That's I wish a long it was way fall. away. It's like 100 degrees. Yeah, I know. Tell it's me like about it. It's uh, that's a cool day for us. Yeah, well, it's like 120 for her, though. She's under that light. Oh, this, this light uh, right yes. here is yes. a pillar. <laughs> I'm baking a little bit. It's just making sure we got pale. good lighting, like, that's all. She's going to come out with a tan. You're going to look the best on this. She'll be like tanning on <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's what's what I do. I just blinded myself a little. <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to stare at the light. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not. All right, when it comes to October, the game everybody wants to talk about in October. Here it comes. Resident, Resident Evil, Evil 6. Six. Yes. Six. With the echo. Right. This, uh, this game has really caused a lot of controversy. It's caused a lot of people love it or hate it um, from what they've seen. The different levels, um, all the different looks, the different game modes. Capcom is pretty much, well, you know, 
because you get you're connected with Capcom as far as with the, with the press location. I am. And, Thankfully, so. And they've released what? There's nothing left. To, there's nothing left to, for the game to to be surprised because it basically literally put all their cards on the table. Have they? It's Capcom. Well, I mean the Agent Hunt and all that, and the, and the uh, the hidden level, which is now never know. the Ada Wong level yeah, that they've, they've got on they've there. Pretty yeah. much put all their cards on the table. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else they could possibly bring out, unless you know it's like. Well, my question to you guys is here. Do you think it'll be able to live up to all the hype? Because, like I said, Capcom is really putting all of its chips on this one. Are we speaking for Nick or for ourselves? Uh, no, I'm not talking, we're not talking for Nick. Nick off the most for us to no, say. No, no, Nick, no. Nick's not here. He's at, he, yeah, yeah. Well, he doesn't like have rage, a say. That's like a rage rant all of its own. Oh, he will, and I'm sure that'll be uh, something he'll ask me to throw up on YouTube at a Check later date. Yes. <laughs> so, um, Patty, did you want to start, or...? No? Okay, then I'll start with Jamie on that. Sure you will. Uh, no. Sure I will? <laughs> the hype? Uh, I think it has no choice at this point but to live up to the hype. I mean, like you said, they put all their cards on the table, now they've got to put up a shut up. Otherwise, they're going to get people like Nick just tearing them apart. We don't want any more of that. Well, Nick tears everything apart, so. Yeah. Not much he can do. He's, he's had a real stiff one for Cap Cop lately. Yes. Um, Alex, what are your thoughts on RE6? I mean, it really depends on where they go with it. I mean, they've changed a lot over the years, and I mean, if they... I don't know. I mean, like, you have the crowd who really likes how it started out, and then you have the crowd who really likes where it where it is now. And I mean, they are very different. But, I mean, if they decide to kind of go back to their roots, then I, I mean, I personally would like it better. But, I mean, they're probably going to incorporate, obviously. But that's a catch-22 when you're talking about Capcom and also Electronic Arts, who's bringing out, you know, uh, their game um, off the top of my head. Oh, my gosh. What's the number three? Dead Space, Dead Space 3. 3, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Survival horror games that want to go, yeah. How can I space on that one? <laughs> I actually sat through the demo at E3. That's right. Um, with, with Dead Space, both those games, they're, you know, known for their survival horror, but they're becoming more... Action-oriented action to, yeah. to, to get to a broader audience. I mean, do you, right. do you think that's a wise move? I mean, it really depends because there, I mean, if you look at the action-adventure crowd, there is a very wide range. Because, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, there's lots of, like, younger gamers out there. And regardless of, like, parental input, but, I mean, some games are just too scary for some people. Yeah. I mean, we were just talking about Penumbra earlier. I mean, that's something I would never suggest to anyone ever. I mean, it, there's just some games out there that are terrifying. I'm going to play it. So, <laughs> that's what I was just And then when you call me crying, Sam, I'm like, and, then, and I mean, and Sam and I were talking about this in the car, like, when, like, you have, like, slow-moving zombies versus, like, fast ones with, with guns. I mean, it, you know, but, I mean, it, I mean, Action Adventure is going to, I think, is going to appeal to a, a wider audience. So, I think financially, that's kind of a Good move, but then you also have to realize that there's been such a following over the years that you also have to cater to your followers, and I think some of them are still kind of mad that it's the way it is right now. But then you have this version that's coming out that, as Jamie saw, because he got extensive backstage look at E3. Yes. There's actually going to try and cater to both. There's that's actually what I mean. they're trying. that I think would be, it would ultimately be a good move because then you don't think that they're going to make people mad. I mean, everyone's going to, there's always going to be someone who's going to be mad. But I mean, if, if you can incorporate both sides of it, I mean, I think that's the best thing you can do because you're at least trying to please both audiences. 
But I mean, how well that'll work out, I really don't know until. Corey has his hands raised. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's, he let's... just wants to. It's like, I want to speak. <laughs> we already I talked about NHL. Okay. okay. <laughs> Simmer okay. down. <laughs> It's October now. Yes, it is October Chill, now. And I am still playing. And it's open now. Um, my, my idea of that, but, like, basically, if they're trying to please these people and trying to please these people over here, it's going to downgrade the quality of both sides of it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Definitely. Like, personally, like, it's it's my memory of playing it for the, on the PlayStation way back in the day. It scared the crap out of me. Like, you know, it's supposed to be a scary game. When I think Resident Evil, Evil, and supposed you, to I thought you said no game scares you. And you didn't get to be trained. That's when I was a child, okay? I don't get scared you, you anymore because I have a choose. beard. Oh, okay. I didn't have a beard when I was younger. Oh. Now I have a beard. I'm not that, scared. A beard, a beard is obviously a zombie deterrent. Exactly. Exactly. It takes, it takes, you know, it goes into my blood, and whenever I'm excited because I'm scared, it actually takes that away because I'm not scared. So ah, zombie uh-huh. apocalypse, find someone with a beard. Yes. <laughs> yes. Speaking of. Goatee, anything, something with facial hair, you're fine. Right, right. you're good, you're good. plan podcast. <laughs> yes. But anyways, so like, like I'm saying, like, it's supposed to be a scary game. It's supposed to be, like, I'm supposed to be on the edge of my seat, I'm supposed to be scared, but when I go into that whole action thing, like, from what I understand with Resident Evil, one of the lines is supposed to be a horror, survival horror line with Leon. Yep. But, yeah, and then- it, it's, like, in my eyes, it's supposed to be a scary game. But it's not going to scary game. Same way with Dead Space 3, it's not scary anymore. It's just all action and everything, and it's not... I feel like since they're trying to appease to that, that customer base and try to make the more money out of it, they're really losing sight and losing the quality of the game that they used to have. Exactly. Well, see, I... Just my three cents. They're not coming with <laughs> All three of them. I am. <laughs> I think it's kind of cool that they're kind of splitting up because in it, there's three different people. There's Leon, Chris, and Jake. Well, remember, after you finish those, they did announce that you can go and get have an Ada Wong. I, I, I love Ada. I think if, if I had to pick a favorite Resident Evil character, it would probably be Ada Wong. But um, anyway, I just think like... Like Alex said, like it is really going away from what it used to be. If you compare Resident Evil 1 to Resident Evil 5, there's, it's not the same game at all. Um, I think a lot of people are biased because a lot of people have different interpretations of what a zombie is to them. Like some pe- For me, when I think of zombie, I think Resident Evil 1. Slow moving, I want your brains. You have barely any ammo. And then there's 20 Days Later, yeah. that kind of stuff. And different people are going to see those things different ways. And I think that's part of what makes somebody enjoy... Resident Evil 1 versus Resident Evil 5. I personally don't think a zombie should be able to wield a gun. I don't think you should be intelligent to do like a zombie is just a mindless creature that wants to eat your brains. Like that's but that's me, and I'm sure a ton of people have totally different interpretations of what a zombie should be. So I think that it's a good try for them to start try to go back to that survival horror thing, even if it doesn't. Because some people who play Resident Evil 5 didn't play Resident Evil 1, so they play and it's like, wait, what is all this survival horror stuff? Like I don't understand. So I think. I think it's a good gateway. Like, um, I agree with Corey where it's gonna, neither side's gonna be fantastic, as good as it would be if it was just one, but I think it's a good thing to try to cater to different people, try to bring back some of the old people while still accommodating the people that are into the more recent stuff, so. It's all Resident Evil 4's fault. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great game, and then... And they ruined it zombies. Yeah. Well, it's also the taste, uh, you know, of of not only the general audience, but also as well these companies. When they, they're putting a 50, 100 million dollar budgets into these games, they've got to try and make it as sure of a hit as possible. And and you can't blame them for saying, 
hey, we got to make this to a broader audience. And I'm sorry to everybody that loves the cult, uh, you know, the, the If you action. want Resident Evil 1, go play Resident Evil 1. Yeah. Or Resident Evil 4. Yeah. yeah. Go back and play those. Yeah. So, can't say I blame Capcom too much on that. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to that game as well. And, and I really think it's going to be one of the big hits by the end of the fall, uh, by the end of the season. It, yeah, I think it will be in the top five sellers uh, this year. At least I'm hoping it is. So. Oh, I think so. I think people would definitely give it a try. Easily. I'll, I'll borrow it from Sam. There you okay. go. <laughs> <laughs> um, go. Moving on in October, another great game that's coming out is Medal of Honor Warfighter. Now, Everybody's had a differing opinions on, on Medal of Honor. They say it's a game that's gone passe. Uh, the last uh, issue that, that actually, you know, one of the first times I actually met you, you know, was when Medal of Honor first came out. Um, great initial sales, then it fell off the face of the cliff because, you know, critical and word of mouth was just really bad. Um, it does have a long and storied history, almost actually to some extent even more so than the Call of Duty when you, when you, really, take a th- when you really think about it. Um, but my question is: Do you think Medal of Honor Warfighter, which actually looked good at our E3 press or when the we were, looked yeah, really the mul- multiplayer looked really good? That's right. All day. Me oh, and yeah. Corey all over it. Yes. Sorry. Me, and, me and Nick. Uh, better luck next time. Yep. Um, <laughs> do you really think they can put a uh, you know even a dent in the Call of Duty juggernaut? Because ba- Battlefield affected some of the sales of Call of Duty, but do you think Medal of Honor has that same type of promise? I would say that it's going to have a bigger dent than what Battlefield 3 is because you're going to get those people from Battlefield 3 going back to it. But Battlefield 3 sold over 10 million copies. Mm-hmm. Do you think Medal of Honor will approach that? I think it'll be about the same because in, in, from what I've seen from the game, as, like I haven't seen anything on the story yet, but as far as the game itself, it seems like it's more of a continuation of Battlefield rather than the older Medal of Honors. Yeah. And so, like, it's it has the same engine as, as it has the Frostbite yeah. engine, and it's it's. And they're getting a ton game. of help from Dice this time. Last time oh, yeah. they did get some nominal help from Dice, mm-hmm. but this time I think it's really more of definitely. And I and I think, in my opinion, it's it's more of the the flip how Call of Duty goes from its modern warfare to Black Ops. I see it turning into a Battlefield Modern Warfare or I'm sorry, Battlefield Medal of Honor and flip going back each year because mm-hmm. next year they, they're most likely going to be coming out with Battlefield And they really pushed oh, they already have. Oh, yeah, they've already yeah. announced it. They've already right, announced it, yeah. Be, the beta so much, be so much for a secret, uh, you know, because if you pre-order Medal of Honor Warfighter, you get uh, exclusive access to the Battlefield 4 beta. Right. So, so like, like I said, it's, it's going to end up flipping the way that Modern Warfare and Black Ops does. And, like, the way that the stuff that they're incorporating into Medal of Honor is, is really, really nice in comparison to what they do on Call of Duty. Like, the way I've always explained Call of Duty is if you like to go out and just shoot people by yourself and lone wolf, lone wolf it the entire time, like, that's what you do. You get Call of Duty. But with modern, or with, what do I keep calling it that? Medal of Honor. <laughs> Medal of Honor. When you play Medal of Honor, it's it's more of a, a team base. Like when me and Jamie and or all of us played it, me and Jamie were on a team together, and we're just like communicating the entire time instead of having to listen to twelve year old kids. Yeah, and it was really really nice on how we did it and everything. And it's uh, a good working teamwork. It, it adds a lot of camaraderie to it. We need that set up again. Let's get 20 PCs together. And, and then the different <laughs> setups that they have as far as how many different sets of, you know, internationally different, mm-hmm. you know, 
people you can be. Right. Was just like the different classes crazy. that they had and everything. It was really, really crazy. nice. So you think it has a chance? I think it has like a better chance than Battlefield did. I think really? it's like a, a good addition to Battlefield or what Battlefield built Especially on. Especially with just now the hype, the whole you know. You get the beta with it. That's going to push you right there. Oh, yeah, know. absolutely. Now they're all going to be like, ooh, that's so got to get it. I Even though they won't be able to play for like six months No matter months how good of a game you have, just the sheer numbers that Call of Duty brings in, just that name itself, it's Call of Duty. Everybody right. and their grandmothers knows what Call of Duty is. So you can have the greatest game in the whole world, but nothing's going to touch it. If Call of Duty comes out around the same But I will tell you, Metal, uh, well, actually, I was going to touch on this later when we talk about COD MW3, but actually the numbers have suggested that um, during the lifespan, MW3 will not make as much as Black Ops. Um, now we're talking about, we're just, t- you know, going at straws here because you're talking about something that, you know, Black Ops 25 million to MW3's maybe 20, 23 million here. So it's still a humongous franchise. But, it, you know, uh, well, actually, I'll touch on that later in our November but when we talk about Call of Duty. But, uh, um, the numbers are there, that, and it's ripe right now to, for, for Medal of Honor, from what you guys are saying, for, yeah. to put a nice little dent into the Call of Duty War. Um, I think so. Well, I mean, in my opinion, like, I agree with Sam, where it's just like, you know, it's such an iconic game at this point, and it's still, I mean, if you think of, like, game years, it's still kind of a baby. I mean, like, it probably has a long way to go with this franchise. But I feel like a lot of people, like, even if they buy other games, I think they're still going to get Call of Duty, because that's like the big like online multiplayer, like, okay, let's go play Call of Duty kind of thing, you know, but I mean, I think that, I mean, I don't know, I think that people are still just going to end up buying Call of Duty regardless of what other games they play. Fair enough. Like yeah, like I, I would agree too. Like basically, like when I when I talk to like customers and everything, they're I'll ask them, "Oh, you're a gamer. What do you play?" Oh, I play Call of Duty. And that's like the only game that they play. <laughs> yeah, and like I, I wouldn't really call them a, a gamer, but you know that's my opinion. But like, like when you get those people that only play Call of Duty, and so you're, they're going to continuously only play in Call of Duty and not want to try anything else because all my all my bros are on Call of Duty. Yeah, it's, it's a bros Technically, I. <laughs> People like this, they're afraid of anything else. Yeah. Because oh my gosh, they're outside their realm now. You know, they don't mm-hmm. they don't want to learn something else. Exactly. They already know how to run and kill everybody with a shotgun. Right. And with dying. Battlefield and what uh, Medal of Honor is going to have is like the bigger maps and everything. You can't run around the entire map in two seconds. You know, like mm-hmm. with the bigger maps and everything, they're if they run out, you know, they're not being strategic enough. They're going to. And it uh, makes you it makes you think. Yes. You know, you got to communication is key. That's, Yes. Yes. Yes, we did. <laughs> um, another great game that's coming out in October is Dishonored Woo! from Bethesda. Now, um, anybody who's who's been on our site uh, has seen footage of it. Anybody who's really knowledgeable about gaming, uh, for, to some extent, has gotten at least a good good glimpse of it. Um, only question I have for it's still out there for you know as far as the. the Name of it, it's a brand new IP. It does have a lot of similarities to Bioshock. Um, as far as I'm concerned, sorry, did it again. Um, it does have a lot of similarities to Bioshock. That being said, um, there's a lot of hype coming up from a lot of gamer websites like ours regarding Dishonored. Um, but the mass market as a whole, the mass audience as a whole, is not quite as familiar with it because it's a brand new IP. Uh, do you think it has the chance to really explode sales-wise onto the marketplace, or do you think it'll be, end up being everybody's, you know, 
best ten list, but it'll be just end up being a cult uh, a cult favorite. I think it's gonna be getting a lot of sales. I think it's gonna be kind of like the next Borderlands as far as like sleeper hits. Really? Yeah, okay. because like like in all honesty, like the gameplay and the game style of it, like the way the best way I can describe it, it's, it's a mixture between Assassin's Creed and Bioshock. Like it's it's phenomenal. Like and like they did a, a gameplay uh, trailer, like a like a walkthrough of one of the levels, and they're like, all right, so we're gonna play this two different ways. These aren't the only two ways you can do it because you can actually enter this building nine different ways. And like they showed like the sneaky way. Was it the masquerade ball? No, it was uh it was the the massage place or the, the bath place. Yeah. But like basically like they did a like a stealth way so they didn't kill anybody except for the people that they were supposed to kill. And then the, in the next video they killed everybody. And it's like completely different, and like the game reacts on how like you play the game and everything. It's it's very interesting game, and I'm one very excited I'm for it. I, I can't wait. Well, to me, it definitely has that Bioshock vibe as far as it's concerned. But you also get the Assassin's Creed vibe because of the fact that you're sneaking and literally assassinating people, mm-hmm. and then you got gadgets. Right. So to speak. I think the big difference between this and Assassin's Creed is going to be the. Um, the first person aspect of it like Assassin's Creed you're used to being in third person and you can you have your big peripherals like you can see everything around you but when you're in a first person game like you see what's in front of you and that's it if you want to poke around a corner your head has to physically go around the corner so I think that that's going to be a big difference so I think that's why like it also brings in Bioshock because Bioshock has that first person aspect to it the art style is very similar to Bioshock too yeah or Bioshock as well. Both of them. Patty, Alex, anything on that? No? No? I mean, I... Did you, you play the, the... You watched the video. I have, yeah, I, I, I watched the video. Is it I mean, something that interests you on that? I'm a really big fan of Bioshock, so in that aspect, yes. Um, but... I mean, it's nothing that I'd probably go out of my way to buy. Um, it's probably something I borrowed from Sam. <laughs> Why does Sam go to buy She does. She's <laughs> <then it> <laughs> I just like the games that no one else does. But then it ends up like Zelda on your desk last year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I remember, oh, day one, day one, day one. Where is it, Sam? Uh, it's yeah, on my dresser. It's on my, Next podcast yeah. a month later. Sam, where is yeah. it? Uh, still sitting on my dresser. <laughs> <laughs> but Swotor was day one. Bye. That was day one. Okay. That was yeah. pre-day one. That was like beta transitioning into day one. Okay. All right, on that note, um, and I did want to actually touch on a couple more things for the month of October. Um, Forza. Forza Horizon is, yes, actually, is there is a Forza game that's coming out in October. Um, my question is, do you care or should Microsoft really move on from Forza? Because it seems like Yes, they have a decent, solid base of customers that like the product, uh, but it seems traditionally that they get a lot of their sales when they start packing it in with 360s. Am I not? Am I not correct on that? Or yeah. So when you, when it's you got s- its little market of people that have stuck by it. And I think with the fact that you don't have Gran Turismo pushing at it now, the only thing you really have to worry about for them anyway is Need for Speed. You know, it gives somebody a racing game near the holidays and something to do. I mean, 
I played it. I shot video of it at E3. It was solid, but I've never been a huge Forza person. Like you said, it's only I just like the customization on it. Yeah. I was able to make a cool game source, a game source car, a little compact. Go, <laughs> yeah, but no, you can no, do that in Need for Speed. Yeah. I always love Need uh, for Speed. You know, but it's just like a little compact. It was cute. Yeah, I think I could <laughs> match. But yes, I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how is it doing as far as sales-wise in your store? Forza? Yeah. Like the new one or the old one? The new one coming up. Pre-sales. Oh, I've had anybody yet? See, that's oh, that's my case. <laughs> that's my that's my point exactly. But it, like, like the only thing that like I've really even heard about it, I even forgot about it until I like read it on the script today. Like, is basically like the only thing I heard about it was from like E3 when they yeah. announced it, and that was it. Like, oh, oh hey, yeah. let me show you something. That's and that's all it. they've really done. It hasn't yeah. really. Do you think this leads to a bigger issue with Microsoft as far as a not having a big library of games to go off of? Because right now it just seems to be Halo Four, and that's pretty much it. Like, I think they're, most of their focus is on Halo 4 then. Because they're going to have a, a bigger audience and, for yeah, Halo 4. So. But you can't just make a, you know, it's a first, that one thing they've always been criticized for, Microsoft has, since the Xbox 360s, they've not had a plethora of first-party games to lean on. They've always been predominantly a third-party game console. I don't see anything wrong with that. You don't? Oh, that, no. They're saving that for, you know... Well, that's that non-existent. The non-existent thing one that, that Chris says, on the, yeah, the Xbox Four that besides uh, <laughs> coming out that Chris says is not still available. That yeah, you know the, the invisible thing that. What did Chris have to say about that? Since he refuses to believe that there's no. You know I'm actually going to text him about that right now. Okay, well, we'll get that answer <laughs> yes. in here a little bit later on yeah, our podcast. I don't think somebody would pay twenty thousand dollars for something that doesn't exist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or would they? Yeah. Uh, this is true. Uh, uh, ideas are very powerful. This is true. Well, the last question I want to touch on for October, and yes, it still comes technically, it's still, it's still an October question, but it's one of the biggest games of the year. It's Assassin's Creed 3. Do you think this game will be the benchmark for the series? Do you think this will be it as far as the plateau? Because there's a lot of hype. It got great reviews at E3. E3 game, everybody's E3 pick, our pick as far as it's concerned at Game Source. Uh, it got a lot of hype. So many different aspects. It's actually made me want to jump back into Assassin's Creed, and I have been trashing that series for years, to be quite honest <laughs> with you. Ever since I sat on my first bench in the first one, I was just like, that's it for me. But this actually wants to make me get back into the game itself. Do you think, uh, do you think this will be the plateau as far as it's concerned? I think it's going to be big just because we're finally getting out of Ezio's story and we're finally moving on to a different time frame with a different person. A very unique time frame, I think. But um, And then finally an American time frame. Yeah, <laughs> something but even so. Right. Yeah, and, but you still like, play as a Native American character, which I think is a cool twist on it. It's like, oh, it's in America, but you're not an American. Plus there's, also, American. Plus there's also <laughs> several things you can do, not just as far as running a stern... Uh, you know, there's not going to be any tower defense deal. There's actually going to you're actually in the ship. That it really appeals to me is that ship fighting thing. As far as yeah, concerned, you, you're going pretty, to, pretty awesome. yeah, that's something that's totally unique to the series, and uh, that's that's driving me in. Um, what are your thoughts? Um, personally, I cannot wait for it at all. Like, I am extremely excited for it. Like, I know that they've been working on it. Pretty much, they've been working on AC3. So, if you had to play game NHL 13, Assassin's <laughs> Creed 3. It's not yeah, hypothetical. I'll be, you I'll actually be playing, have to pick. I'll be playing NHL 13 from September 11th to October 30th, uh, and I mean, then pick gonna, up AC3. Ditch, 
NHL for anything? No, it's just sitting on the shelf. Uh, and then okay. When I when I only have a few minutes to play a game, you so know, when I'll you guys get in a tiff, you know, then you're gonna come back, please. Well, I'll probably be I'll probably beat AC three within you know a week with me working a lot, so I'll probably I'm beat it. I'm gonna steal your copy of NHL and hide it and leave you clues as to where it is while you're borrowing all her games. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we should take it even and then put. Connect Star Wars in the case that we <laughs> already have Connect Star Wars. <laughs> but anyways, back to AC three. Like I know that they've been working on AC three since AC two. Like they finished AC two, and then there was a team working on AC three. Well, they started working on it, like in the middle of AC2. yeah, right, right. They've been working on it for a really long time. They've like built a new engine for it. They've done. Uh, all this navigation stuff to where you can actually navigate through trees, which is one of the most fluid so things cool. I've seen. It's really, really nice. So, like I said, I'm extremely, extremely excited for so it. So, do you think this is actually going to be the ceiling for? Do you think it's, you know, it's that that marquee of the series? When we, when we look back upon the Assassin's Creed series, we're going to say AC3 was was I, its height. I think it's going to be definitely the reinvention of it. It's definitely going to be the one that, like, ten years from now, this is what we're going to look at saying. Oh, AC, like Assassin's Creed was great. It's what brought everybody in, but AC3 is definitely what tied it all together and what brought everybody back to it. Because I know with Brotherhood and Revelations, has brought people out of this, yeah. out of the franchise. Oh, yes. yeah. Like, personally, I, I still have not finished Revelations, which I'm really, really sad about because I want to finish it before AC3 comes out. Before I want, NHL comes out. Before, I need to do that before <laughs> NHL comes out. You should probably keep a calendar and keep it I got a calendar in my phone. We should have to pop that <laughs> in so you can keep it. I wonder who's going to do the NHL 13 review this year. Uh, I'll probably. do it. Uh, um, we'll actually do a double, so, you know. We got Sorry. it. Yeah, you people will do a tag team review. Of I'll delete it. Boy, counterpoint. We'll have a podcast on that. Just purposely, like, just troll you the whole time. With well, it looks like uh, great things are coming Assassin for Assassin's Creed 3. I actually can't wait for it. It's going to be uh, one of the games of the year, and I think actually it will give Call of Duty a run for the money at the box office as well. Um, I guess that's it for October. And so after the quick break, we're just going to head into the biggie, November. Uh, that's the best month of the year as far as for gamers, and uh, we'll talk about that right after the break. All right, we're back again, and it's us here at Game Source talking the fall preview 2012. Uh, we're up to November slash December this time. Um, this is the major, major two months for the video game world because all your make it or break it sales are really going to come down to what you do in these two months. Um, and my first question is the first major game that's coming up in November. Uh, it's Halo 4. Yes. A little game called Halo 4. You've probably never heard of it. No, no. no, no big deal. No. It's one uh, of those sleeper titles. It's well, it's, I think it's got like a multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. It's not that yeah. good. Though. Sounds all right. It's kind of crap. Some dude named Master Chief or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I think um, he's a chef. Yeah, I think there he's a chef. <laughs> Master <laughs> Chef. My question is. I don't want to say Halo, the Halo series as a whole, is hit a, maybe like on a downslide, but there's a reason. There's, I mean, Halo Reach, Halo DST, they haven't you really. You know what both of those games have in common? What's that? No Master Chief. No Master Chef. No Master Chef. Or Nobody Master would, Chef. There's Neither no Well, I like Reach, though. I, li- I love Reach. Reach, but it. Especially it's the space of... fighting sequences. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, was, they, that was awesome. But <laughs> what I want to say, do you think Halo 4 will reignite a mass love yes. for the Halo franchise? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. A million times. Yes. 
guess. Yeah. How so? Because it's Master Chief. Master Chef. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, ODST, that was kind of like, that wasn't a full release game. Well, that wasn't like it was, a 60 It was game, supposed was to be a, uh, a, DLC, an, a DLC for Halo 3, but it ended up getting too like big. Like that, you weren't Master Chief, that was, and it was, it was okay. But I enjoyed I ODST. I love the silence in SMG. Yeah. Loved it. Like, it's not bad, it's just of my rank of Halo games, the bottom. Okay. I mean, like, just, I can, I can dig that. Halo is just such a great game, and like sometimes you can venture off and do a different kind of thing. Well, and Halo Two multiplayer, I played for two years straight. That was just like as did we. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it really, it, I mean, just the general. I mean, that was kind of the a really big beginning for like people getting really hardcore into like. Is that the only reason you came to my house? So you could play my Xbox. <laughs> that was before I had an Xbox. That could be a very, a very big reason. Oh, Sam, what are you doing? It's like, yeah, he opens the door. Hey, what's going on? Walking straight, not even looking at you, just walking straight towards. Oh, I see the your, I see your Xbox is still sitting there. Yeah, yeah. Is Halo still in there? All right, let me just Let's turn it off. Oh no, no, no! She first goes. She first goes to the fridge. Fridge first. There you go. Yes. To tie to my mom. Yeah, I, her mom always has coffee cake too, so I, I got a little coffee cake and. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, it's just it's such a great concept. And like when you go back to the original kind of vibe and everything, I think that that will definitely bring a lot of people back on board who have kind of like kind of left it a little bit. Well, you have to consider like they Reach came out. What, two years ago. Well, with Reach, you were at least still a Spartan. So right. That's kind of bridged the gap a little bit. Right. Like, like they haven't had a, a, a really big Halo release in two years, if, if don't count. Halo 3 was 07, right? 08? Halo, Halo 3. Halo 3 was 07. It was 07. 07, yeah. Like, but but yeah. like like I said, with, after Reach, there hasn't been anything except for the anniversary edition of the first one. Yeah. So, yeah. like, yeah, there's going to be a little down, a down slope of people playing Halo right now. Uh, but like with Halo Four coming back out and the the continuation of the story of Master Chef, you know? <laughs> slicing and dicing. Yeah, and then like there's On the next episode of Chopped. <laughs> <laughs> like it's 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 going to be great. I'm really excited for it. and into put into continuation of that like the whole co-op thing that they're planning on doing. I'm really excited about it because I love co-op. Yeah. Co-ops. I love co-op. Do you think yes, it's going to take a slice uh, from the Call of Duty issue? Because even with with all success of Halo. Once Call of Duty hit the, uh, we're all high fiving here. <laughs> there you go. Don't want to leave anyone matters. out. <laughs> Did everybody high five? We good? We just get that settled? Yeah. Okay, Joe. Um, <laughs> when, it, when Call of Duty blew up, Call of Duty became, especially on the 360, because it is predominantly thought of as a 360 game, it really hit uh, the charts as far as on the multiplayer aspect and put Halo down a notch. I don't think anyone here can, can say otherwise. Do you think Halo 4 will be the springboard to put it back up at an equal status with Call of Duty on the multiplayer sense? I'm going to say no. Mainly... Because there's two play- Call of Duty is on two platforms. But Call of Duty, there's a reason why Call of Duty gets, you know, the 360 stuff gets gets exclusive stuff first and whatnot, oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're so successful it, on the 360 platform. I mean... I think it'll springboard it, but not necessarily to that height. Um, I mean, it's just like like I said, like Call of Duty is just so that's the game right now. I mean, that's like even people who aren't gamers are playing Call of Duty. It's like you have to incorporate. I think for gamer gamers that that played Halo before is definitely going to be like a yeah Halo Four, let's go get that. But 
everybody else is still going to be playing Call of Duty. See, I feel like, like, Call of Duty is, like, at a family reunion, all your cousins. Like, you see all your cousins, <laughs> but then Halo is that awesome uncle who shows up, and nobody knows him, like, oh, hey, you're here, and everybody's stoked to see him, and he's like, oh, hey, how's it going, and your calling cousins are still there, just kind of hanging out, so. Being weird. Because I feel like Halo was almost, like, kind of born with the Xbox itself, mm-hmm. so just, like. And, and a lot of, see, that's what got me back into console gaming. Like, I was, I was doing all PC stuff, and then Halo came out, my buddy's like, hey, why don't we uh, buy you an Xbox and get you Halo, and we'll christen your Xbox with playing Halo all the way through. That's a great buddy. And yeah. yeah yes, I thank him every day for it. I feel like it's such like a warm nostalgia. Every time I think yeah. of Halo, it's like, good time. But because with Call of Duty, it's not the exact same game every time, but you know, you played one, you kind of played them all. But with like, Halo, you think back, and you're like, ah, it's really good times with Halo. Oh, Flawless Cowboy. That's the best thing. <laughs> but like, like in comparison, like going back to the whole multiplayer thing, like, We've already said, like Jamie mentioned, that people that are playing Call of Duty, there's some of them that are too scared to go yeah. outside of their bounds. Like, a lot of people don't like, like, I've, I've talked to countless people that are like, oh, no, I don't want to play Halo because it's all sci-fi and I don't want to jump 10 feet in the air. They want something more realistic, but even though they that... go outside. Right. <laughs> go outside. <laughs> throw rocks. jump just fine. But the graphics suck outside. <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like, with, like, somebody maybe jumping to metal, like, I don't know, I just feel like... And those words in my head, I'm just going to stop talking because it's not working the way I want it to. It's because everybody sitting at this table is not set on one specific genre. genre yeah. 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 Game. We're, like I said, we need to get some really biased people. Tell yeah. what I was about. I'm an equal opportunity gamer. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I don't downgrade You have an open mind about the, about games, and you you know you're open to a game that's that you know has those features that attracted to you. You're not going to say, "Hey, I'm just playing Call of Duty." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of hard Actually, for us to shift our minds like that. Right. Call of Duty. I was always you know playing Halo or something else. Right. You know the original Sniper Elite stuff like that. Then it was like, oh, what's Call of Duty? Okay, let me play that. I opened myself up to that. I didn't really go, oh, Call of Duty, you know. Like so many people do. Yep. They're like, oh, if you don't play Call of Duty, dude, you got my Call of Duty tat. It's like, okay, yeah, bro, well, that, whatever. That's cool, man. Right. But it's going to definitely put Halo back up there. I just hope, the thing that scares me the most is that they're going to drop the ball with something because they've changed too much. And somebody's expectations of what Halo is and what Halo should be. The same by Halo. Yeah. Right. They're gonna go yeah, do so oh, going back to play yeah. three. Yeah. Uh, then I'm looking. <laughs> definitely, I think everybody at the table can say that we're definitely looking forward to to Halo Four, and uh, yes, think it's gonna really do well this this holiday season. Yeah. Um, but next up is is the one, the one Call of Duty Black Ops Two. Um, and I want to touch on what Patty had said on a previous podcast about she had a great point that it's taking it to a different different uh, time frame. I think it's it's got a new look because of that. And I agree with Patty that it's something really fans should, should be interested in, other than just the same old Call of Duty. That's the only thing that's interesting about it to me. <laughs> other than, than that, that, I have no interest in the game. <laughs> and, the whole, and the horse, the, the you know, they're, they're introducing thing, elements like the horse or horse riding and all that. Uh, Where is it? I have I have an issue. Uh, I have an issue with the and horses. They have horses. Yes. Yes. Well, I have an issue with. Well, that's because well, that's because it's I guess the evil horses? bad guy <laughs> took over the entire country and the resistance fighters. Oh, uh, okay. All that, they can do is yeah. Uh, to, uh, Los Angeles, correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, and and obviously, I can say Activision's. 
their hopes always rest with the Call of Duty franchise now. They've pretty much made their bed, and they're going to have to lie in it. You mean they're not hoping on Skylanders Giants? Mm. Or Cabela. I no. put all my money in that one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Skylanders has sold quite a bit. By More quite a bit, thought. it's like like last year, There's out of the top three games, they had two of them, which Thank was God Skylanders. Thank not looking that way in that case. They were nice little Skylanders. Things. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> But yeah, like like Skylanders sold a lot. Well, that's a very strong, steady seller uh, seller for them. Right. But to get that really great spike, mm. it's it's Call of Duty for them. Definitely. I mean, when you're talking about the top ten selling games of all time, uh, we've had this on an article um, that I've shown on the site before. Uh, that's www.yourgamesource.com. If I didn't mention it at the beginning, I'm trying. I, I shill. I, I can shill. I can shill on demand. Oh, at GameSource on Twitter. There you go. YourGameSource.com. The entire work. Facebook. Yeah. GameSource. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Just, like, what about our YouTube? YourGameSource.com. The entire word. Oh, okay. Can we spell it dot. Yes. Yes. D O T. D O T. And your game source on iTunes. Oh yes. Three yes. words. There Three words. Go. There you go. Right. But we're not going to plug anything. So. No. no, we're, no, we're, no we're, we're because we're not. Above we're not what about our phone app coming soon to iOS and? Do we have one coming for the Windows phone? Nobody cares which Windows phone. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Chris cares about my Windows phone. Only because Chris has a Windows phone. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. It, it can go people. on. It can go on there. We'll see. If there's a lot of demand from you people out there besides Corey. I'm looking, I'm looking uh, for, for Android. On, on your Zoom. Yeah. I, I'm an Apple hater. I have a Zoom. Yes. There you go. I'm like, I'm up there. You're my favorite person now, by the way. Whole snap. Oh, <laughs> oh, burn. Uh, moving on. Uh, <laughs> so harsh news in we play games, which is where we're at. Call Anyone of Duty Black Ops <laughs> 2. Okay. <laughs> um, do you think it's going to be end, end up selling more or less than both uh, than either Black Ops or Modern Warfare 3? Is, do you think it's going to... Because Modern Warfare 3 initially had more pre-orders than, and initially did more sales than Black Ops 2. But it wasn't because the industry as a whole went down. Um, the sales long term is not going to turn out that, that that's going to be as successful as Black Ops. Do you see the same thing happening for Black Ops 2? Or do you see it uh, actually surpassing either of those two games? Anybody? Anybody? I want to say it's going to be about equal. Going to be about equal? It's going to be about equal. There's, you know, there's only so many gamers in the world, even though all of them are buying Call of Duty. Well, do you think it's? Do you think that the Call of Duty? Do you think the Call, that Call of Duty has plateaued and it's going to start maybe leveling off a little bit? Because there's so many other games picking at its sales. Mm-hmm. Consumers as a whole only have so much to spend. I would, I would say, with both Medal of Honor and Halo Four coming out in the same like month, like pretty much within the same thirty days. As Black Ops 2, I would say yes, it's going to hurt it. It's definitely in the first week sells, but not to the degree that Activision is going to be crying. Oh no, it's still going to do what Call of Duty does. Yeah. Okay. It's going to dominate. It's just not going to be that one that pushes it over and everybody goes, that's the one game. It's, it's not going to be the AC3 of right. Call of Duty. No, not it's not going to be like, oh, we're going to look back. It's, oh, Black Ops 2 was the game. Yeah, They're not going to do that. It's all about Modern Warfare, the very first one that actually brought them into it. But fanboys will be fanboys. Which is Call of Duty for? Which there's even fanboys yeah, within the Call yes. of Duty fanboys. There's ones because people think play people think Warfare the series starts. And I know oh, you get this. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. They always they always say the Call of Duty st- you know series started at Modern Warfare when which it that, didn't. no, yeah. which it did. So 
Why couldn't there ever be like a Call of Duty curse like the Madden curse? That would be kind of cool. Because there's not real people like Call of Duty. Who breaks their legs? Yeah, who's going to break their leg? I don't know. Who's going to get shot? Angry Nick will. <laughs> but he's not all that But Angry Nick doesn't even play Call of Duty. See? So oh, is he above that too? If you want, um, if you get a chance, a watch our uh, video on yourgamesource.com <laughs> channel. The the Roundtable of Doom is Call of Duty, the greatest franchise ever. Yes, Nick has some nice words to say it's on awesome that. Awesome choice. <laughs> yes, very choice words. If you um, mute Nick and just watch the video, it's so much better. <laughs> yes. You can to music. Well, it's set to him killing people. So. Ah, right. But, um, and last but not least, for, for December, now, I have no idea why they're doing this. It worked last year for Nintendo. <laughs> it did work last year for as... He gets bopped in the face with an Xbox cartridge. <laughs> of Call of Duty 2, by the way. There you go. Wait, yes. wait, 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 wait. Keep talking. I found something better. Okay. Something better. Something better. Ah. Oh, yes. Conquer. Conquer. Conquer okay. reloaded. Are in the face with this one, too? I hope <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. Sorry. Just to be right I don't know why they're doing this, but it did work. Uh, I will say it did work last year sales-wise uh, for both Nintendo uh, with Mario Kart 3DS and also as well with uh, Bioware with uh, Star Wars. The question I want to ask, um, do you think it's going to work for Far Cry 3 because it's coming out a week after Black Friday? Actually, a few days after Black Friday. They're delaying it a couple weeks from its intended release, uh, original release. Uh, do you think this is a good move or should they actually do what they can to try and maybe just eke it out and try and put it up a week just before Black Friday? Isn't the point of Black Friday for things to be on sale? Exactly. Would you really want your game to be on sale its first week of sales? Well, but that's, but then again, better. you might have the largest amount of people actually buying products, period. Right. right. Like, so I, I guess was, it's about numbers versus If you wait until a week later, you've already been burned out from buying stuff that's on Black true. Friday. You're not going to want to listen to your kid and go, oh, I'll buy a game a week later. No yeah, way. that's true. The people that are going to be shopping on Black Friday are going to be like, the moms, um, gamers are going to be shopping the week after Black Friday for the game. They're not going to want to go out on Black Friday to get the game. I have stuff going on on Black Friday. So that's here. I go out on Black Friday. Three o'clock in the morning. Never, ever, ever. Oh, I can get that for cheap? Okay, I'll get that. But that's the thing. It's like you're not going to buy it if it's not on sale. Right. Like you're not going to drop this money on a full price game. But I also know, if it was my mom, she's But then again, Call of Duty doesn't go on Call of Duty doesn't go on sale on Black Friday. But it's and, also Call of Duty. And I would say like another way to like think about it too is that not only are people coming no, into not, stores not year, I mean, for the sell itself. I'm talking about Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 was not oh, on sale. Yeah, no. no. Yeah. And I would think Far Cry 3 would probably not go on sale if it was released just before Black Friday. Probably not. So what I would say is <laughs> <laughs> the thing about it this way is that like it's the sales of the stores that bring customers into them. Like, people are going to say, oh, well, I came in for, for Batman Arkham, Arkham City, like they did last year for $5. Oh, this game just came out. I'm already here. I, uh, yeah, I've sold it for That was on their Christmas list. Yeah. I might as well get that. But yeah, like, they're, they're going to yeah. say, oh, this is the newest game. I'm already here. Why don't I just go ahead and get it with all this other stuff that I'm going to get? They're not going back for it. Exactly. Like that. But I think you're if right. Gamers, they're going to go back for I, I think you're right. And if, they, if they want it, they're gonna, definitely going to... Yeah, wait for it. I, I think the gamer. I think you're exactly right. You hit right in the head. Gamers are actually themselves are going to be actually be buying it later. But to a more general audience, yeah, they're out 
in the middle of Black right. Friday. I guess it just depends on who you're shopping for. Like if it's a mom buying it for their son versus someone buying it for themselves. I think yeah. those are two different situations. Well, if they knew what the, uh, some of the content was on Far Cry yeah. 3, yeah. You saw that intro for it. I'm not sure any mom would be buying it for their son. Which you have to tell them. I'm sorry, do you know this is a mature Oh, I hate yeah. doing that. And then parents go, I know. It's like, don't let your kid control you like mad. that. Yeah. When, when we, stop right there. When Dante's Inferno first <laughs> oh, came God. out, and there was parents buying it for I was like, let me, let me, can you send your kid away for a second? Let me tell you what happens in this, because I've already beaten it. And let me tell you what happens. There's a second level of hell. It's at the very beginning of the game. There's content. Oh, we can't, we're not allowed to say. We'll yes. talk about it on the next Yes, that's right. The CNC MF podcast. Uh, yes. We're waiting on episode four. I'm waiting on Chris because he was on vacation and away from me, and I miss him. Are you doing? Are you doing okay? Uh, I'm doing okay because I got to see him today. So okay. we actually look the same now because I cut all my hair. Guys, I cut all my hair off. By the way, surprise! Uh, surprise! We'll get those pictures as you'll, soon as we you'll can. You'll see it on the video. That's right. Um, okay. You should. So you've been thinking who this is. Oh. This is actually Corey. This is Corey. I don't have the long locks anymore. Uh, yeah, but like the only difference between, like I saw Chris say, I was like, Chris, I look like you, but the only thing is I'm not going to shave my beard to look like you. I cut off my hair, you grow the beard. There we go. We'll you look be the same. That's exactly. Twins. Twinsies. You could have even donated your hair just so you could like. I still have my ponytail. It's sitting on my dresser right now. Give it to cancer people. I would, but it's kind of. I'm not going into that on the air. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. That's me 10 inches. I have, I have 15 inches. My goodness. Well, I'm not talking about. What are we talking about? <laughs> Far Cry 3. Right. Uh, we'll be right back with our world famous round table of doom. Round table of doom. Very hairy. I'm going to make sure I locked my car. I'm not entirely sure if I did. I'm going to get. Boss, we'll be with you. The round table of doom. All right. We're back again fighting here on so the round oh table of doom. Look, it's really a round table. We, got, we have a we round have table a of round doom. Table. It's fantastic. And at this point in time, Nick would probably be saying, Chris? Round table of doom. <laughs> I'll be Chris, he'll be Nick. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> <laughs> you do that great every time. <laughs> While everybody else is just going, okay, this guy has issues. But, um, <laughs> Three nights of Daryl's round table. There you go. Sounds spiffy to me. Are you a superhero at the round table? That's right. <laughs> Obviously. She's got her cape. I'm the superhero at everything. Um, and on this round table of doom, it is again still our fall preview for 2012 from www.yourgamesource.com. We're here at We Play Games, uh, 3310 South Nellis Boulevard, Suite 10 in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. If you get a chance, you're in the Las Vegas area, I truly suggest you coming out and seeing him. It's a great place to go. The people are awesome. They know their stuff here. And if you're really wanting to get to know about video games or looking for a particular video game, there is no other better place to go than right here at We Play Games. Probably going to leave with some Super Nintendo games. Yeah, yeah I was there just going to say, you should probably hurry before that are, like, like literally impossible. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, our far preview 2012, um, we've covered a lot of games so far, but I want to get into the big... Uh, consoles and the, and the actually the people that drive those consoles. Uh, first off, the major announcement for as far as coming later this year, we don't know when it's going to come out exactly, but they've said it will come out before the end of the year. Um, my question to you is on the Wii U, 
do you think it'll come out before or after Black Friday? They'll be stupid not to do it before Black Friday. I think they would stupid be dumb to not the to max. even do it on Black Friday like that rumor because oh, it's yeah, going to kill retailers because they're going to hate it. But for them, it would be huge for well, Nintendo alone. I mean, you have to look at people who are buying consoles. That's usually like the big Christmas present. So it's usually like families buying it and they want that big discount. I mean, gamers who want, they're going to buy it regardless. But like, if you want to actually reach out to people who don't typically buy consoles, that's, I mean, that's. Black well, there won't Friday be any discount like, for Wii U yeah. if it'll come out. It'll come out at full pop. The ones that might have a discount will be like PS3 that did last year and 360. They had. Well, I mean, in the sense of like it actually being in, like, just like we were talking about earlier, like during a sale, like, oh, I guess I'll pick that up while I'm here kind of deal. Because yeah. like you're going to be saving. Like, if you. I don't know, when you get the big purchase, you kind of want to get me like, okay, I got that out of the way, now I can do the rest of my shopping. So you can, you can kind of plan ahead, like, money-wise. Because money is tight, but, I mean, you games are important. What's their <laughs> launch lineup look like? That seems to be a lot of questions on that. Um, there's going to be some ports. Uh, Pikmin, Pikmin 3. Uh, you talked about what Batman Arkham City, mm-hmm. Mass Effect Three. Looks like Rayman is uh, at launch. Uh, Zombie U. And then New Super Mario Brothers too. Yeah, Rayman's exclusive. I mean, they've talked about roughly fifteen to twenty games that are going to be coming out at launch. It sounds pretty solid. I mean, from what you've seen, has it impressed you guys at all? Because I know I was pretty harsh on at E3. I'm not going to get impressed until they start showing something from Smash Brothers. Mm. And something tells me with PlayStation All-Stars coming, they're going to push the envelope of Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they don't mess it up, though. Right. Don't rush it. Yeah. Kirby. I just think, like, Arkham City, the kind of people who play Arkham City probably already played it on their Xbox or PS3. So some of those ports, it's like, most people, have, like, the people who just only have a Wii, they're not, like, super stoked for that kind of stuff. Are they adding anything new, though? Because, I mean, that's something that would be... Adding, they're better. adding new controls for the, the, the tablet controller. It's where, like, when you throw the, the battering, you, like, control it with the... Or, and also See, inventory, using it, using it as inventory screens and things of that nature. Right. But, but I'm there's not, not going to buy a new, whole new Yeah, like, I feel like you know. if I were to... Like for that to like really jump out at me, be like, okay, new levels, you, you unlock the characters, you know, something like that that would make you like some sort of something different from what you already. It'll probably be the game of the year edition, which has all the DLC. But like, I'm not right. buying it again. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not like, gonna like, get another copy of this. That's what smart glasses for. <laughs> See, go Microsoft. Did you just turkey that? Yes, I just turkey that. You want turkey too? Yes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> okay. We were talking about Black Friday, and the day before Black Friday is Turkey Day. So do you, you all think it's going to come out before Black Friday? I think it needs to come out not directly before, but a really good amount before, so it has a bit of a build-up first, mm-hmm. and then people will maybe look at it like, oh, Black Friday's coming up, maybe I'll get it then. So I don't think it should come out, like, the week of. I think it should come out pretty yeah, it, substantial it amount of time definitely, like, won't sell out or anything. I mean, like, it'll be people, there's the diehards who are just like, I need this now, and then everyone else who will get it on their other shopping trips. Well, that uh, leads me, actually, since we're on talking about consoles here, that leads me to my next question. Guys, what does each console have to do to be the big winner this holiday season? And I'll start with uh, Jamie's favorite, the PlayStation Vita. Price drop. That's it. Hey, one more time. Price drop. No, uh, Call of Duty Declassified... No, it's gonna help, but Assassin's I don't know if it's gonna be enough for to push sales. I mean, what's it at right now? Two fifteen, three hundred. Yeah, 
Actually, it's 3 and 350. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. It's 3 and 350. I thought it was well, 150. No, 250. Well, the Wi Fi is 250. Oh, that's true. Right? So, yeah, it's 250 and 3. Oh, okay. Yeah. Word that I can use on Chloe's podcast. Let's see and see MF podcast. Yes. Coming yeah. soon. Coming soon. To a. To a. All the things we couldn't say in this video. Right. Um, I just, you know, Acts like a tablet, works like a tablet, could be like just like the iPad, but the problem is there's some apps I think missing. I think uh, adding an Amazon app, you can read books off of it, I think that'd be awesome for it. Um, I think uh, a little bit more emphasizing the, the Netflix apps and the movie watching apps on it because that's a beautiful screen. Anybody who's got oh, a chance to look at it, it's just an awesome screen to look at. Um, and also the, the backlog uh, games that you can get on PSN needs to dramatically reduce because some of the PSN games that you can get for the Vita, like for instance the old PSP games for it, are still what twenty, thirty, forty dollars. At least. And you know that's not going to that's not going to work for anybody who wants to to look into buying a Vita and they see the prices are still jacked up high for games. That, I just that love really getting PS One games. Like I can I have a regular PSP, but like being able to get PS One games for like ten bucks and yeah. play them like that. That's that's and, a and, the, and the next firmware update, I think, later this month. Twenty uh, eight. Yeah, right. you'll be you'll be able to get PS One games and play them on the Vita, which is something they said at the time they, they launched they, they weren't going to do. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, now they're doing it. That's oh, pretty cool. cool. No, yes. I and you can say, actually use your Vita as a controller now as well. Oh, that's I would I would say one that, of the things to uh, to mention as well for the Vita is that they're going to start incorporating the cross buy for it to where like when you buy the PS Three version of the game, oh, you yeah, get the Vita yeah. for you free. Buy a PlayStation oh, right. Battle All Stars and you get it for Vita. Yeah. And that's magical. But that's not going to but like, is that every game, or just That's select uh, games? Because there's some games that you can't play like on a portable device. So. Well, it's up to you the you know, it like it's up guy. to the publishers that are that are releasing a game for both both oh, consoles, and that, that's up to them. But I think you will start seeing a lot more of that just to get some interest in the Vita. Because yeah. then somebody buys a Vita, somebody buys that game. Yeah, they're getting it for free, but then it, you could throw some DLC on there, and that's where they can see some residual return on that. As well as, like, PlayStation's going to see the, the dedication more towards the PlayStation version rather than the Xbox version. Yeah. Now, what do you think 3DS has to do? And that's kind of, version. that's kind of, that's kind of, that's kind of, is, is it already announced? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. There's a blue already. one and a red one. That's exciting. What kind of software titles do uh, you think? Software titles? Yeah. Uh, more Zelda. Yeah. Like a new Zelda that's on the 3DS. Yeah. Ocarina of Time. Or a new Pokemon game. Uh, obviously Pokemon. Yeah. Well, Black and White 2 is not 3DS. It's just from the regular DS engine, but I want, well, it's, it's not going to come by Christmas, obviously, but that's just... Are there any 3DS titles that you're looking forward to, besides Kingdom Hearts? Oh, King, that was the only one on my list. 3DS? Well, that's already out. No, oh, I... But it, I'm thinking it's, an, of it's like else. the second. It's like it's just like Chain of Memories, though, right? Where it's kind of like an in betweener. Actually, that's what every game. It's has, actually yeah. the, it's actually the bridge between this and Kingdom Hearts three, and yeah. they strongly hint. Well, they, they pretty much all out say that Kingdom Hearts three will be the next one. Uh, Better be, or some people are gonna be mad. It's actually got yeah. very, it's How actually many got in between games? Are, yeah. Well, I mean, Chain of Memories was kind of like that. This is uh, the cards. That was just dumb. yeah. And you had to use it would have been cards good if it wasn't really cards. weird. But I mean, if if 
if I mean I haven't seen any gameplay from it, but if it stays true to the demo was good. I played the demo for it. Yeah, because that card thing was. Are there any other titles that are coming out? Anybody has any? I can't really. See, that's the problem. Because there's a list of ones that have come out and ones that I have to buy. But I think that's part of the problem because you know for them to be successful. I think there's going to be maybe a price drop or some kind of gimmick that they'll throw out with a, you know, maybe a bundle or something like that that they always do. But when it comes right down to it, last year they were they did very well because they had the recent price drop plus they had those two great games that came back to back with Super Mario and then Super Mario Kart right after New Super Mario Brothers and then Super Mario Kart right after that. And then just Zelda even before that. Right. This year you can't even yeah. Nobody yeah. can say like, it right off the bat. Thinking okay. of Zelda, they've already came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. already came out. Is there anything coming in October, November, December that's really you know yeah. epic, Mickey? But that's you know that's not a marquee title yeah. for the 3DS. Right. I'm trying to think Especially if the next Zelda, you think they'll do another like one for the Wii U or one for the 3DS? I think they've they've been like showing like some of the stuff for the Wii U that they've been showing has been a Zelda game. Mm-hmm. I swear, when was the last Zelda handheld was? Spirit tracks? Well, they re released. Well, Ocarina of Time doesn't count. Ocarina of Time should count for everything always. Okay, well, we're going to exclude it in this part. Games that were released not in the 90s. Not new games. Yeah. I I would love to have a 3DS Zelda game. I mean, I love Ocarina of Time. I absolutely love that. But having like a new one, one I haven't played yet. Well, yeah. That that leads to my, my, again, where there's there's nothing really coming out that everybody's waiting for for the 3DS. Like just AAA titles, just big names. They don't really have any of that. Like, for instance, uh, with the Vita. I mean, yeah, it's hurting in sales. It's really, you know, really not done what Sony is expected. But there's a Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed coming out for Vita. What does 3DS have? I think Nintendo is just pretty much focusing too much or more on the Wii U. Put all its eggs in one basket. Uh, yeah. Instead of the 3DS at the moment, I would say, especially when we're nearing well, its release. 3DS right. is almost like old news at this point. I mean, when you, when the you put out is a new, gone. Which I yeah, think that's like when you why put they out push a new the console. XL. They're like, oh, look, we did a big one again. You know, so everybody will try and do something. Yeah. I think we should do a Pokemon Stadium. That'd be very cool. On 3DS? Yes. That would be cool. But the original. I don't want any of the new. Okay. New, new so you just want old games on the. <laughs> That's yeah, kind of I just give me like so you just the, want old games on like N64, like on. How about you? We'll just get. I just see N64. you just like trying to pu- plug in this N64 into three. There's one right there, <laughs> um, right here. Well, at this wonderful to... game store for forty dollars. It's the... watermelon and it's mine. So. With the cube, you could add, you could hook up your Game Boy Advance to it, right? For yeah, games? they had the attachment for it. So I, well, I guess with Wii U, the tablet is kind of doing that. But if you could like. Do something with your 3DS and like hook that up to your well, Wii U. The Wii U is an overblown DS. Technically, they're supposed to communicate with each other too with their whole little me. Is it not? Oh, okay. As well. Is it not? When you look at it in that sense, that's that's pretty much what it is. Two screens. You just, there you got, go. just hold it like perfectly yeah. under you the screen. You just adjust it. You were really mad about the Miiverse. Uh, the, the, I thought you were going to throw something in the E3 conference. Just, just disappointing, because Nintendo had this great opportunity with, with no PS4 and no Xbox 720 coming out to really take advantage of the marketplace this holiday, and I really think they missed a step. Yeah, there should be an Xbox 180 and make it a hand. I mean, I should be all hyped up, you know, first day, waiting overnight to buy one of these things, and I'm not. It's because right. that they've done, Nintendo's It's not, not going to get the hype nothing. that we got. It's not going to have that out of stock but we for didn't, two years. We didn't even have the hype, because remember, PS3 was the big deal, because they came yeah. out almost concurrently with each other. 
But then we became the system that everybody could buy as far as from general, and it went to an audience that PS3 or Xbox 360 wasn't even trying to hit at that time. So, um, which leads me to my next topic: the Microsoft Xbox 360. And I know we've got some fanboys here and Woo-hoo! fangirls, represent, and fan ladies yeah. and fan men right. here of the Xbox 360. Fan, fan people and fan people, fan folks. There you go. And just fans. Like an enemy fan of Final Fantasy. Yes, <laughs> fan entities. There you go. Fans. Giant fans. There you go. Group of fans. Uh, what do they have to do to win the holiday season? Halo I mean, 4. Halo there 4. Yeah. yeah. There. Also Price Halo cut? Fatty? No, I think Halo 4 will do yeah, like, well, with their deal that they have now, where we can get that four gig Xbox to connect for only ninety nine dollars, it's not. It's, yeah, that's It's pretty a really easy. good deal. Like, well, you get it for ninety nine dollars, and you pay fifteen dollars a month for it. Yeah, that's like that's, like, that's, that's that's the catch. Yes, but like, in, in all honesty, you're paying. You're not forking out three hundred dollars right now for the system, and then having to pay for Xbox Live at the same time. No. Well, that's what How much storage space does it have? It's four gigabytes, but yeah, you can get a, a sixteen gigabyte flash drive for twenty bucks and use that ex, as external memory until you have enough to buy the internal hard drive for three hundred twenty bucks. That seems kind of complicated, <laughs> right? No. If I was somebody who's just like, just, normally people buy four gigs. Why, just so like, in essence, you're saying like they will have to pay four hundred dollars for that ninety nine dollars system, right? If they want a system that's comparable to two hundred fifty. Like basically, the hard drive itself is going to be is one hundred and thirty dollars. It's one twenty nine for the three twenty gig hard drive, as well as you get a thirty dollar game in it. So technically, you're only spending one hundred dollars if you think about it that way on a hard drive that's bigger than paying one hundred dollars more than to get the two hundred fifty gig hard drive in the Xbox. But I mean, that option is really looking good for a lot of families right now. Too. Exactly. I mean, With, like just to have that option because you can still get you know super awesome Xbox whatever however many gigs you want, but. Just to have, I mean, like, that's when you're looking at, like, like I said, like, families, like, mm-hmm. who maybe this kid really wants a system, it's his first one, they know nothing about yeah, like, it. I got one for my dad, a four gig for my dad, because yeah. he plays Tiger Woods, and that's it. Like, that's that's exactly all he's going to play. And that's, 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 the only things he's, that's the only thing he's going to play. That and NASCAR. <laughs> and then, like, with, with, especially right now around holiday time, with cash being, like, $15 a month is nothing. Like, mm-hmm. it's really not that big of a deal. Considering spending four hundred dollars on an Xbox today, you know, like Microsoft really doesn't need to do a price cut on theirs because they do already have that deal. They've already done a price drop, and like the Xbox right now, you can get a four gigabyte without the Connect for two hundred dollars. But if they spend a hundred dollars up front, they spend two years, twenty four months at fifteen dollars each. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to end up spending over four hundred dollars in the long run. So it's a two-year contract. With, yes, it's a two-year okay. contract. So, but basically, like they don't have to spend everything right now. But you're also you're you're getting Xbox Live with it. You're paying off the Xbox as well as you got. It. You're only spending a hundred dollars out the door. Technically, one hundred and fifteen. I just feel like as of at least at some point, Best Buy sales been trying to explain that to a mom who has no idea. Okay, well, if you get this and you get the external yeah. memory and then you do this, I just feel like like a mom like that would be mom just the same as if you have this right yeah. next to it. And so just buy. that complexity of it, especially if they have like younger, like mom, like my mom wouldn't be able to figure that out. The bad part with that is you just have to have good sales. Point where if somebody were to come up behind them at that exact second and say, "But PS3 has free." Online service. They hear the word free. But the online service for PlayStation isn't as good as it is for Xbox. But they won't care. But then you've got to trade off again. You've got a DVD to Blu ray. 
That's true. And they've heard the word yeah. free. But if they're buying and it, but free. Heard the word free. <laughs> free is everything. But it also no, depends on the unless they know what they're that. looking for. Yeah. yeah. Like, what they're looking for. No, it's it's a recurring yeah. charge on the card. You don't have to remember to do it. It's going to do it automatically. Yeah, but so. then you're like, what's coming out of my account every? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, you can't really like, account for that. Oh, where that fifty? Oh yeah, yeah exactly. I forgot. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, we should cancel that. Oh, I can't. Then you go to your kids' room. No, you exactly. your Xbox. And then the Xbox breaks, and you still have two years. That that is that would be a problem. It has a two-year warranty through Xbox. Okay, that makes sense then. So two days before, I chuck it out the window. See, I want they, a new if one. If they didn't know any better, they would go with the other option because they heard the word free. That's that's like like I said, you have to have a good salesman. Right. I don't think they you need free, to educate so. them. They need to know free. what they're looking for when they get there. But also, but you could also tell them about the like wonderful Xbox HD DVD <laughs> product. They may still be able to get on eBay as an attachment to the you can fries. Yeah. Yeah. You get that fries when you buy HD DVDs at fries. That's right. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh, with money. Well, I mean, and that's that's another thing that um, you also have to take into account is like the PS3 does have a lot of stuff for free, since you like that word. Um, like when you look at like apps and stuff like that, and like Netflix, like for Xbox, you have to do more rather. And you than still have to pay for the service. You're in essence paying for Netflix. Again, and then Xbox Netflix. Yeah, because you have yeah. to pay for Xbox. But then, and like, I was looking like we're, um, at like the NFL Sunday ticket thing. You can do something like that on PlayStation because it's like an app. But I mean, there's just like a lot more. There's there's more options on the PS3 in the yeah, Blu-ray and stuff like that. Nope. Oh. There's actually if if you were to watch the the conference from Microsoft. They announced a lot of more services that are coming towards Xbox. Coming? Really? Not here. Yeah. Not here, not okay, yet, so but not, there's I'm stuff. Are they free? Okay. Yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> are they free? But, but still, it goes back to you have to pay $60 a year. Well, you're getting $60 a year to pay for ESPN, UFC, you're getting the Sci-Fi Channel, you're getting all this stuff that they're adding on to there. They're adding football, baseball, basketball, and hockey. We'll make that decision that when that's all out. But is we'll that like basic cable stuff that. Like that you can get on your TV? Because or is that like because just extra? Because the ESPN no, channel is part it's of not, it's not the full ESPN channel. It shows you segmented parts of the ESPN it's, experience. It depends. It's all all the stuff that's on ESPN3 is what's on the ESPN channel. So you can get like the the games that you have to that are only on the ESPN channel you can't watch anywhere else. You can get highlights from the from I'm, I'm the generally interested ones. in this. Right. No, no. Like you get like all the ESPN3 stuff is more like the off the wall stuff like rugby and like But they do show occasionally like they will look show occasionally NBA and Right. right. Yeah. So, you don't you don't see like the full game of it, but yeah. you'll see like the highlights and they'll talk about it and everything, but like I said, they're adding in all the the four major, the four big sports in the U.S. They're adding to ESPN, so you'll right. have that added on to it. So they're adding more more value to that to the monthly charge that you do for Xbox. Yeah. Live. So like uh, it's they need not, to. That's that's something that would boost 360 exactly. would be right. being more like Which PS3 and, and not only that, but when you play online with the Xbox, even though with PS3 you get it for free, the connection itself to the servers right. is way yeah. better and a better experience on the Xbox you than it is on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. but then moms it. don't care about that because <laughs> they have no idea. You have to have a good salesman. And around that like this guy. Spoken someone that is by someone who's truly impartial on the side. <laughs> no, I have both consoles. 
I yes, do but too. tell us where your PS3 is. It's behind my TVs because nobody can see it. So no one what? will see it. Yes. Somebody goes, what's that I'm going to sneak in your house and yeah. I put it on display. Your friends are going to come over and be like, oh my God, you have a like, PlayStation? Like switch my what? Xbox to my PlayStation? Yeah, like... Like I'm, I'm not impartial. Like I know the benefits in both of them. My 360, my PS3, I'm proud, front and center. I'm happy to show both. I just don't especially have room when I'm showing a nice, both. especially when I'm showing a nice HD 1080 Blu-ray on my PS3. That's fine. I don't watch movies. I play video games. See, some people want to use it for movies. I also have a, a, a Blu-ray player. And actually, I don't buy movies. I download them and put them on a hard drive. Yeah, let's and watch put them them legally. He does it legally, friends. He does it legally. He buys them on iTunes. That's right. I buy them on iTunes and put them onto my hard drive. Or you can see our podcast. <laughs> Moving on to the PS3. Uh, I am done talking. What does... Yeah, exactly. What does, so, what does Sony have to do with PS3 to make it um, come out on top? Because it does... Price drop. Price drop. Price drop. Same as the Vita. Price drop. Price drop. Because I have $199. It was two forty nine. Although for Black Friday only, they did a one ninety nine bundle with two games, which I thought was a tremendous, tremendous offer. It was the hundred and sixty. Yes, it was. For I think if they did two hundred no bundle as price drop, I think that'd be good. Yeah. Or two fifty with games. Like I think that that's not unreasonable. I don't think. Well, they do two fifty with games now oh, okay. occasionally. Um, they do throw that. I in think there. on holidays that'd be good though. Two fifty yeah, like with games. Yeah, they did Uncharted one. Uncharted was three hundred, but they brought that down. Yeah. If they do do a two hundred bundle again for a longer, do do again, do do. I think that's a really smart move on their part. Mm-hmm. What do you think software wise? Because they still got PlayStation, Monsters, Battle Royale. Oh, I mean, you got Call of Duty, you got yeah, that kind of stuff, but all that cross-platform stuff. Is there anything shocking that's PS3 exclusive? Well, God of War uh, is not coming out until next year. Right. But that is something that people are also going to think about, that if they do want to play it, that they're going to need it eventually. The multiplayer is probably going to hit right around. I think The Last of Us. Had The Last of Us come out this uh, this fall, I think we'd be looking a lot more strongly at the PS3. Uh, But I think since they got delayed, I think that kind of took the wind out of its sails, so to speak. So I really do think they need a, an extended price break to make sure that they uh, stay relevant this holiday season. Because mm-hmm. to me, despite what Corey says, I still think it is still an outstanding system. Um, and like I said, it's, it's my Blu-ray player at home. I, I enjoy it immensely. Um, but like I said, that's to each his own. I have Mine, both systems. I, I love both systems. Too. But you said you don't watch movies. You, you, uh, occasionally, I own two Blu-rays, and one of them is a complete series of Star Wars. You buy them from the internet. <laughs> oh, no, we're not friends. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Took it back. Uh, I feel like I'm just, like, hated now. You want to go sit, sit over there? I'm just going to... Uh, okay. Last but not least, we'll touch on it again. Uh, what does Wii U, since it's supposed to be coming out this holiday it season... Come out. What does, what does it need to do to be come number one? Yeah, be number one? Come out. Have a good launch... Like yeah, launch games, games are going to be important. Which, I think it needs more like first party launch games instead of just like Arkham like City and Mass Effect. Um, do you think, do you think Pikmin thing. Three is a, is a is a console move? Uh, what? Pikmin Three is a console move or something that's going to move console. Like for instance, Halo when it first came out, that yeah. moved the. To Xbox. not not if you're coming not in the not magnitude yeah, of Halo. No. Yeah, I mean. Um, do, do you think people are going to? I got to have Pikmin Three. I got to get a Wii. U. Well, I mean, when mm. I think of like the Wii. I know there's like games out there that are like hardcore games, but I think of it as like a younger yeah. generation kind of system. So like, there's not really gonna be like that real like game changer game because they're all gonna be 
playing like Wii Sports and things yeah. where you can move the thing or and then hit your brother in the face. Is like if you're that young, you don't know the game that came before it. So anything right. that's a series, it's like oh something three. It's like well you didn't play one or two, so yeah, like. And, like, I know Mario's really big because Mario's just timeless. And everybody wants that one. Yeah. And the, the little kids, like, they know who Mario is. Like, oh, Mario. Yeah, do you think they need something yeah. more, though? More than what is in existence right now? That, that we think is going to come out for launch. I, yeah. Well, they need some big AAA, Wii exclusive Patty is talking about, like, going back to the roots of Super Mario. It needs to go back to, like, how it was on the N64. Like, I... I had a Wii, <laughs> and I sold it because I was just so sick of the games on it, and I, it just felt way too elementary, I don't know. And, and, it, yeah. and it seemed just like the Wii just, for me, it just seemed like either for kids or something that you play with your friends at a party. And now, yeah. I know New Super Mario Brothers that we wanted to touch on earlier, and I know you wanted to touch on it earlier for the 3DS. That's coming out tomorrow? Sunday. 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 Do, you, do you think something like that is gonna, would sell on the Wii U? Do you think something like that would make the Wii U much more attractive to, for you, for instance, as a gamer? No. <laughs> no, not at all. I, I mean, I... If they exclusively released it on that, then yes, um, because that would that could be like a game changer. I think um, just because like you look at like Mario sixty four. I mean that game is just incredible, and like I think there's a big generation right now of just like the whole free play thing. Like oh, well, I'm gonna beat this level and collect all the stars and. Then I get this, and then I can move to this, and then well, you know. Well, they have Gavin Galaxy on Wii. Yeah, and I mean, and I like that style of Mario much better than going back to the like any. Yeah, exactly. Like just like okay, we're gonna hop and get a mushroom, and now we're gonna. Spit it's not fire. as really dynamic. Which, granted, yeah. great. I mean, I remember playing that game for hours, mm. but I still like the adventure type. Yeah, I feel a lot like better. even though they keep coming out with like new Super Mario Brothers, like it's still the same thing that it was. When the first one came out, right. like there's different powers, there's different enemies, there's different levels. Well, that stuff has changed. Do you think Nintendo needs to create more exclusive? We talked about that with Xbox that they, I think they need to make more first party. My my own personal uh, opinion. Uh, do you think Nintendo needs to do same? Do the same because they seem to rehash the same ones time after time after time and not. Come I out almost with feel like if they almost like kind of what Patty said, like when you have a group of people. And it's like you want to do a party game, almost maybe a, some games that are geared towards an older audience for a week. I know a lot of people who are not children who have it so they can just play the dance games or like Mario Party. Karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> so I think if there was just some like almost like more grown up ish games. Well, where they the had Red Dead Redemption, didn't they? Yeah, there's, Red, there's Red Steel. That's Red Yeah. Steel. Or almost that's... just like party games, like yeah. designed for adult parties. I think that's that's a, an area they haven't really explored yet. <laughs> <laughs> like beer Because I remember Red Steel was the first one that came out for With the, the Wii, Wii yeah, Motion Plus, that right? had that yeah that had that niche of you going and slashing and, yeah. and, and really feeling it. Fortunately, the game itself got bad word of mouth, and it was sold initially really well, but then it just. I just feel like kids like they don't really care. Like you have a six-year-old like lightsaber, though. yeah. <laughs> so, like, they're not really going to care about a lot of the like bigger stuff. Where I, I think they like, I think they've really got the family and little kid thing set. They're okay. good. They've mastered that. Funny. But if they want to keep growing and keep expanding, these people are going to grow up. So when your ten-year-old is now twenty, they're not going to want to play 
this little games that they played when they were 10. So I think they need to almost gear towards not abandon the child and a like, family thing, but really move in a little bit of a different direction. Yeah. Like, I, like, you just actually said what I was about to say. Basically, like, we has the whole family Put thing. The words right out of your mouth. Right. <laughs> I saw you write it down and I read off your little notepad. <laughs> <laughs> like, we has, has the whole family thing down packed. They're, they're really good at the whole family aspect of it. But what comes down to it is that core games are what drive the business. And as far as, uh, like, with the Wii, the Wii has to be able to uh, attract those core gamers like they have like the games like the zombie U and and like the more mature games that are coming out for it but like we already has this this notion that it's the family console it's the family right. game and like the real big thing is that whenever like kids whenever I see kids buying games or having their parents buy games they're always buying the Call of Duty they're always buying the mature games rather than buying the family games because in all honesty family games can be fun but they're only fun for a little bit for the family like as with yeah, yeah. and so, but like, like the the core games is what really, like I said, drives the business. So if they don't, if they don't really, especially during the launch, if they don't have any core games at launch, it's not going to be a very successful launch. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like Twilight Princess, like I think that was geared towards an older audience. Like even though it was it definitely you know, tried to be, yeah. So I don't know how many six-year-olds could really grasp the complexity that is a Zelda game. So I think that was that's just kind of an example of it's not like a kiddie game, but it's still just. I like to play an ocarina on a tablet. Oh, like have the tablet. Yeah, just like have a, it. I have I have a, a dragon dagger from Power Rangers that you you oh, actually you really? blow into it and it goes do, 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 and it summons a dragon. Oh, dragon it comes over so, your house. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That is awesome. So after all that. <laughs> <laughs> My question to each one of you is, which of the consoles is going to be the big daddy this holiday season? Xbox. 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 Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> I'm going to say 3DS. Dare to be different. 3DS is going to sell more. Even without any titles or whatnot, it just seems to really sell in the holiday season. I think it's, you know, with the, with yeah. the base that it, that it draws to, a younger base... So you're um, looking for, like, the younger demographic. Yeah, uh, exactly. Well, yeah, you know, Christmas is yeah, mostly I mean, younger. So I really think what all said and done is I think 3DS will probably sell the most. Now, what do I think will get the most hype as winning the holiday season? Probably say Xbox 360 because it's, a, it's kind of a little bit of a difference as far as it's concerned because consoles are thought of differently from handhelds. But uh, I really think uh, 360 will be thought of as a winner, but sales-wise, I think it's going to be the 3DS. Um, so I've got actually, I'm going to do a little bit, one last thing before we end. Um, actually just going to go around the table real quick. Um, question, Jamie, we'll start off with you. Which game will sell the most not named Call of Duty? Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. Halo 4. Halo 4. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to go in the middle of the table. <laughs> I'm going to say FIFA. There you go. Should we write this down, sign it? Yeah, right. Also, it's on, it's, 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 on, uh, it's on the podcast. the record show. There you go. Maybe we'll go around this way this time. Okay. Uh, Corey, yes. which game will surprise people the most? Dishonored. Uh, Borderlands 2. Halo 4. Borderlands 2. Dishonored. Okay. It's fine. Whatever. I'd say it's Dishonored. Yes. Now, which one will dis- 
Which one will disappoint the most? Wait, you should go the other way. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I gotta think about this one. Which one will disappoint? Do you think, Corey? Now I gotta think. I'll start, I'll start off first. Yeah, you start first. Resident Evil 6. Ooh. Can we go back this I think way? There's so much, <laughs> I think there's so much hype for the game. Um, I think at this point, it's that set the bar is set so high for that game. I think it's just with all the different pe- people it's trying to please. I think it's just not going to be able to do it in the long run. I would agree with that. Go ahead. Resident Evil Six. Um, She's thinking. Dishonor. Dishonor. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's not gonna meet. It's not gonna meet the hype. NHL. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. Snap. Batty. <laughs> which one are we on? Which, uh, which game will be the biggest disappointment as far as it's concerned? Oh. Which game are you looking or heard about this holiday season, which you like, you know is going to just tank? Um, you can just be optimistic and say they're all going to do really great. Yeah. Or they're all just going to suck. <laughs> or like what I talked about earlier with Forza or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I'll hit Jamie up. Yeah, I go ahead. Give you a few more seconds. All right. I hate to say it, but I'll I'm give it back to Patty. Because I'm going to get jumped anyway for this one. You're but probably gonna say this I think Halo then. Four is going to disappoint. Yeah, I don't know. Don't do it, Corey. Calm him down a little bit. Okay. Hear me out. Hold him back. Hear Hold him back. Out. Hear me it's out. Okay. It's getting crazy in here. <laughs> I love Halo, okay? Don't get me wrong. I just me. think they may have changed too much. That, and the new... That I've already talked about So you think that. it'll stray from the original? It's not going to disappoint. The changes are going to disappoint. And the new development studio, maybe? Okay, you think that all, no, it all stems yeah. from that? Three, four, three. Okay that? That... No. Do we need to watch Amy do his car Probably. when we leave? From the ghetto. Do you guys have a <laughs> they do have a set of I've actually they have, they do have a Super Nintendo board. Super Scope. Oh, there we go. This I'm is good. the coolest store ever. Batty. If you've never been here, you could be here. And right? also Donkey Konga, folks. Yes. We have plenty of drums here if you're interested in I see six down. sets. And there's ColecoVision. ColecoVision, guys. <laughs> there you go. All of us. Oh, wait, we need, we're not done. We need Patty. Patty? Are we going back until this month? Uh, whatever game. Yeah, whatever game this season. New Super Mario. Just, like, just kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's more of the same. No, that's actually a good choice. Excellent choice. Because yeah, because it's a lot uh, better than the Halo Four choice. The, the reviews <laughs> from people who've had it firsthand saying and it's the more of the same. Luigi's Mansion for Wii U. There. The big kids are talking. And the, we'll start with Jamie. The three games you're looking forward to the most: Assassin's Creed, Resident Evil, and Dishonored. Oh, but can I do four? Because <laughs> <laughs> I really want Borderlands too. You kind of no, lose no, the no, effect. No, no, no. You three. Patty. Three. Assassin's Creed. That's, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Are you gonna buy three of them? I mean, I would have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I would have been um, totally stoked on Guild Wars, but like I said, I need to buy a PC first. <laughs> Fair enough. So. Fair enough. I'm gonna Alex? do uh, Halo Four, Assassin's Creed, and Borderlands. I'm gonna go Halo 4, Borderlands, Resident Evil 6. I can count. <laughs> I'm doing it for myself. Okay. <laughs> NHL 13, Halo 4. <laughs> no one said Borderlands 2. Halo 4. <laughs> Halo 4. And Borderlands 2. Right. I'm gonna have to say Halo 4, Medal of Honor Warfighter. Okay. 
Because I played that, like I said, I really, really enjoyed the multiplayer aspect of E3. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, Resident Evil 6. Yeah! So even though I, even though when I said it might be disappointment, whatnot, I still I want to see what. Just I just well, I'm curious to see. Yeah, how that's, that's really what, what it is. Really I think a lot of people are going to want to try it out just to see what direction they did go. And I think that's the effect of all that publicity Capcom mm. has done is just mm -hmm. that you know they put so much out there. Everybody now wants to at least have a glimpse. I think everybody's right. just interested for one reason or another. Yeah. Whether they're like, oh, this is going to be dumb, or oh, this is really interesting. I think people, it's really going to spark a lot of interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So any thoughts, guys, on the on the rest of? Uh, 2012. Any uh, final thoughts from anybody? This store is the coolest store ever. I, I love it. That. I think we should all come over for New Year's Eve and play my new watermelon in 64. Are you buy that? I think I'm going to. I'm probably going to buy it. So yeah, uh, after today, they're, pro they're probably not going to have the watermelon in 64 because I'm about to buy it. Yeah, so, so just kind of give a little pitch for the people like who are housing also us Pokemon right now. Stadium and Pokemon Snap. Possibly Pokemon Stadium, too. Yeah, so it's a great place. We'll, we'll let her go on her shopping spree. But, um, but <laughs> Alex we, just left. <laughs> we want to we want to thank We Play Games Woo, again, right you. here on South Nellis, here in Las Vegas. Very much for like uh, allowing us to uh, come in here. Um, we're going to be doing more podcasts, like I said, live locations. We've got hopefully a Gamers Paradise in the, also in Las Vegas, Spirit Halloween Store. Um, also, as well, Game World coming up as well later this year, and also at the last but not least, the Game of the Year awards coming up from my house. My wife is giving me clearance, so <laughs> thank you to my wife out there. Thank so you. Everybody, come up, come over, uh, and we'll talk uh, the games of the year in December. So sounds good. Sounds good. Maybe we can get a, a live feed from Italy. <laughs> oh, there you go. Maybe you can bring the watermelon. Yeah. How 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 good, Scott? Um, I hear the internet there is a little patchy, which concerns me because uh, I'm bringing Dante's Inferno. You're in Italy, so it'll work. But I think we'll find. We'll have to find out. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely test that. Because I do want to find out exactly your thoughts when you get over there. Because I've heard mixed things said about gaming in Italy, mm -hmm. availability of games, things of that nature. So I'll I'm definitely be doing some investigating there. Yeah, I'm interested about like, that. I'll be like a reporter, be like, oh, I'm reporting. From There's also an issue about <laughs> how piracy is more like open as far as, the, I'm curious to find out about how piracy is more open in that mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. store, so you can walk and you see this is the legit side, this is the pirates. I'm uh, very interested and intrigued oh, yeah, to hear about that. Yeah, I will definitely check all that stuff out. That's, that's awesome. Uh, well, once again, you'll find out everything on our on our site, that's www.yourgamesource.com. Also check us out on Facebook, Game Source. Jamie does a great job working on the, the Facebook site there. Yeah, he does. Yeah. At Game Source on Twitter, uh, yourgamesource.com, the entire word on YouTube, Your Game Source on iTunes. Hopefully we'll be able to bring out our app very soon for the for iPhone. We actually have, if you are interested in getting it, we can email you the link. So you can just email us at yourgamesource uh, at yahoo.com. We have it up. It's in a beta stage, but it's ready. It's all ready to go. You can actually email us, and we can give you the code to, as far as to download it if you want. Uh, we have still a lot of great things happening and uh, right here at yourgamesource.com. Um, so for... Yes. Oh, please, absolutely. Yes. I just wanted to let everybody know, I just put up, well, Gerald just put up for me, but I just put up a, it's a Pokemon piece. It is called Why Pokemon Is and Will Continue to Be Awesome. I uh, Just taking a look <laughs> at, you know, Pokemon throughout the years and what kind of core elements are that keep, bring people back every time, even though it's been going for like, and over ten, at least ten years. And that's on the that's on the seventh uh, yep. seventh Valkyrie. So Sam's page, seventh Valkyrie. Go ahead and check it out. Love to hear everybody's feedback. And Patty on just it. did an incredible article as well on your on your Arsenica page. So, tell us elaborate a little bit more. 
Um, I'm gonna do a lot more on it. I'm looking at the benefits of gaming. There is a ton, <laughs> so I didn't want to do all in. Well, that first part was great reading. So that was just pretty much just like a introduction to it. So I'm definitely digging in deeper and got a lot of stuff, a lot of good stuff. That's awesome. That's awesome. And then we've got the. You know, if you get a chance, take a look at it. It's just an awesome read um, on both both articles here. Then we've got the CNC MF podcast. <laughs> yes. Uh, Can, should we? Should uh, everybody out there be expecting one soon? Um, Better, hopefully before Sam leaves. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, I have to do one before Sam leaves, or she'll kill me. Yep. Um, in my sleep. Already have a threat. Oh, I'll wait too. Oh, you know, you'll you're, be alive. I'll be I'm like, not gonna kill you. I'm not gonna let you wake up. Are you gonna wake me up and be like, "Hey, Corey, you're dead now," and then like stab me? Uh, it'll be a little more intricate than that. Okay. So. Well, this is interesting. I just want to know. But yeah, no. Like I the I talked to Chris. See when me and Chris can sit down and uh, have Sam come over and uh, we'll do a, a motherfucking podcast. Leaped out myself. Okay. That's right. That's right. Talent. Especially the Mother well Kitten done. podcast. Mother yes. Kitten. Mother Kitten podcast. Yes. Well, There's uh, no kittens in our podcast. And then also with Alex on board, got a great, a lot of great things hopefully coming from uh, you. Hopefully. Yes. Uh, well, I look forward to it. I look forward to it. And I know everybody out there will look forward to it as well. Yeah, uh, so for my, So for myself, Gerald, yes, Elvis lives. Jamie, Degenerate 08. Bye. Whatever it is. Patty. Arsenica. That's me. Alex, new and improved Harley Fox. Sam, 7th Valkyrie. From the Command Center. <laughs> and Corey, Gatter. There you go. GA77ER. ER. There yes. you go. Uh, this has been uh, the this has been the Game Source Fall Preview for 2012. We thank you for listening and thank you for watching. Alright, thank you. Cut. Woohoo! Good show, guys. Here. Oh, my own store. Guys, let's open up like our own store. I just would like the The game store. Game store. Oh. Don't start. Don't start. That's how it was. That's what it was supposed oh, to be. Oh, wait. Is that how it started? That's what this was supposed to be. I was originally supposed to... I actually started... That's why I started this company. That's why I started it to buy a store. I was actually... Had an offer on the table with a guy... Uh, he had everything in place. It was an old play and trade. Uh, no, no, yeah, yeah, play and trade. Uh, had everything in said. It was like twenty thousand dollars worth of stuff. It was great. It's gonna start up. It went out what of is, town. Way out that Already way. had everything signed, sealed, delivered on my end. They oh, went to no. went to go find him to see him sign it off and get him, you know pick a date for all the stuff. And when I would get it, no. So I tried to get a loan to start one of these. Didn't quite work out. So Nick, one day. Nick said, call me, he said, dude, what? well, you got this company, why don't you start a website? And I was like, really? Nick actually talks like that. Really? <laughs> <laughs> From what I've heard, that doesn't surprise me. Really? You, yeah, I, I'm just picturing what you're like. Well, listen to our podcast. Listen, listen to our podcast. <laughs> I, I, I shall. Just look at the E3 picture. Yes. You'll, yeah, you'll I'll, I'll go He's to the podcast and pick select oh. clips for you. For real, that would have never the, happened. The PETA discussion, that was a great one. Oh, that was awesome. That was terrible. That was, that was awful. Why? It's our what? best podcast. It's the one I still get emails on. <laughs> the one of him just complaining the, uh, about where PETA? An, yeah, the one where he goes off on PETA. <laughs> he goes off on PETA. Yeah, that's yeah. early. In a, it's our black, it's, it's, this, it's um, six, 16. It's our Black Friday one. Because uh, PETA got mad at Super Mario Brothers because of Animal Cruelty. And he just spends like 15 minutes. 
Yeah, he just spends like 15 minutes back. He just because goes off on tangents. He, bounces on, on he said he was going to do it again because of the dogs are bouncing on people. They're like... They're like little mushroom things. Well, they, 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 have, they have faces. They yeah, have faces. personalities. They get really sad when they, you jump on them. Because Beano's no, actually... Like, at the time the, at the, time <laughs> the game came out, it was... Uh, what was it? For the 3DS, Super Mario... No, I think it was New Super Mario for the Wii, wasn't it? No, it was... The red one. The red what came one. out in November last year? Which Mario? Oh, November last year? The Super Mario Bros. for the DS? 3DS? Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. And he had an the issue with... Because Peter was making an issue of the raccoon tail he was wearing. Are you kidding? No. And then we're actually going to, you know, start a, you know, PETA, let's fight against They already make, like, fake raccoon tails that people wear all the well, time, that's, I guess. That's what, uh... I'm going to get it. Mario Nick was wearing a that's solo raccoon hat throughout what, this game. Well, if you listen to it, that's what got Nick upset, and that's why... It, yeah. Well, in Fantastic Mr. Fox, or Saints Row 3. he wears a... Don't ever mention Saints Row 3 around. Yes. Oh, He'll probably right. punch you in the I face. do it all the time. <laughs> Just to poke the bear. Yeah. Hey Nick, how's, uh, how's Saints Row 3? I was playing Saints Row 3 and it was really good. Just to, right? we all well, we do it on a podcast just so he can go off on a tangent because it sounds good. I think his next one coming though is he got really mad the other day about that, um, that them going after Resident Evil for the dogs. Oh yeah, yeah, he's going out. Uh, yeah. So he's on that one That's been around for since one for the dogs. Yeah, he's got a lot of stuff to take care of, but yeah, so once he gets that straight down, he'll be, he'll be back yeah. ranting again. <laughs>